This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan and news laundry apna hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Main hu Abhinandan Sekri. Before I go any further, I have an announcement to make that we have taken down our paywall temporarily. Mufat Khors do not get too excited. Ye bas temporary arrangement hai. This is because some of our subscribers who we all love were having a slightly less than optimal experience on the iOS app uh, podcast player on the app uh, that was only on the iOS case so until we make sure that the iOS podcast player is working jhakas like makhan as anil kapoor would say we have taken down the paywall once we fix that the paywall will be back up so as long as this lasts enjoy mufat khors ye ye bhi to ho sakta hai ki mufat karo ki sajish ho somebody is hacked in aisa bhi ho sakta hai through russians you know aisa bhi ho sakta hai lekin hum ye unki ye chal ko bhi hum na paak ke raadon ko jaise really news laundry is really on the map for julian assange etc yeah. meanwhile badhai ho mufat khors enjoy while you can but not for long this is temporary and we've done this because our subscribers matter more than anything else and we want to make sure that the experience is perfect for them because when the public pays the public is served and when advertisers pay advertisers are served do subscribe to make sure you have access to all our content we have a new comic coming up called achhe din you don't want to miss that more on that later now for our panel on the hafta this week from left to right our consulting editor and house scientist anand ranganathan hello manisha pande Hello. See, I didn't say anything. A W J. That's worse. Marriage gate Chadi Panjana Pal. Hello. Editor in chief Madhu Rehana Madhu. Jai Hind. Jai Hind, and we have a guest who will be joining us soon. Uh, we shall introduce him when he comes because Delhi's traffic ka pata nahi. Agar wo nahi aaye to fir kela ho jayega. <laughs> so, uh, what all we're going to discuss today is, uh, but before that, we have a very special announcement today based on some awesome response we got. for a call we gave out last hafta right anand absolutely what absolutely. amazing responses brilliant we will thank the people who've responded we'll tell you what that is so a new little division is going to be set up in news laundry in collaboration with you subscribers because we are blown away by the response we've got stay tuned for that announcement this hafta we discuss the following the gdp figures puncture the growth slowdown theory of many economists or do they a lot of people say these this data can't be believed are we going the china way the ramjas entire dhoom dhadaka ladai jhagda and the abvp claiming that they have been wrongly maligned uh, some videos prove otherwise we'll discuss that too then the ramjas fracas led to gurmeher kaur's video that led to a minister getting involved and all sorts of snowballing of online trolls and views and counter views and allegations counter allegations and bullying and counter bullying I know uh, Manisha and DJ have lots to say on how television news handle that subject. We'll speak about that. Then Shazia Elmi denied an opportunity to speak at an event at Jama Millia Islami Institute, but not organized by the Jama Millia Islami Institute. It was organized by a private body, which apparently is affiliated to the RSS. But is Jamia guilty of muzzling dissent because the allegation is they cancelled the invite to her because Jamia had a problem? Then an engineer shot dead in Kansas City. The Indian community came out in large numbers at his cremation, uh, but there is a sense of fear. In fact, we spoke to a few Indians who had attended that cremation, and I was quite shocked uh, with my conversation. I'll tell you about that. Pakistan created terror outfits. Monster now devouring creator. India tells UN one of the very uh, dramatic moments that make nationalists happy. 
Let's see if it leads to anything. No, but it's just repetitive. How many times has Indian done that? India done that at the UN. But this time it done with Chappanish ki chhati. It okay. may help. Then Narendra Modi mocks economists, praises demonetization after the favorable GDP projections. He says, "Ek taraf Harvard University, ek taraf ek humble, garib maa ka beta." Then uh, this I know Anand will have something to say on. The Supreme Court rejects pregnant woman's plea to abort yeah. fetus diagnosed with Down syndrome. and a while ago they, we've discussed a piece a similar case had happened in the us right and uh, or richard dawkins was asked a question regarding yeah. this so i wrote a piece on that yes i was okay. saving that phrase for a bit but later see, but see it came early get done with it <laughs> yeah. right at the and beginning and two minors get a life sentence for murdering a teen under the new juvenile law i have a serious problem with that sentence actually i was quite shocked and bbc faces a five year ban for its breach of trust in inverted commas in the kaiseranga documentary um and finally the probe shows kanhaiya kumar did not raise anti india slogan as you knew india today has an exclusive sources have told them but otherwise kiran rijiju says charge sheet will be filed this case will be pursued so we don't know what the final uh, verdict on this is going to be now what do you want to start with mathu and of course sorry before i forget uh, in tamil nadu the traders association don't want to sell coca cola and pepsi but only coca cola and pepsi desi fizz drinks are allowed and there was a debate on this and people were saying that yes that ban is fine including former ndtv journalist who is now with um, a party that is favoring this ban what about coconut juice oh juice. yes <laughs> we can discuss that also narendra modi's speech no but uh, are, are the tamilians allowing Narayal. coconut uh, water or juice or whatever or right? fact that they are that they are allowing they don't have problem with that so what do you want to start with uh, this i i think it's uh, correct me if i'm wrong because I am of course not an economist but on the face value of it when companies like Coca-Cola and uh, Pepsi come in and I'm no fan of either company they are also bringing in bringing in investment into India they are giving franchises to Indian uh, businessmen the factories are being us giving jobs to India so their logic that they're going to boycott it because it's un-indian is a very odd thing in my mind because it's unhealthy i can accept but then they should boycott all aerated of high sugar yeah. drinks they're only so saying coke and pepsi this kind of smacks of some companies telling them to do this but this is what um, in fact uh, george fernandez did if you remember madhu after the emergency yeah he coca cola cola out yeah In fact, in fact, for about fifteen years, Coca-Cola, twenty years. Yeah. Coca-Cola was. But then was, there's uh, a, there, these are collaborations. And then Campa-Cola came in. Yeah, but these remember? are collaborations. Mm-hmm. So it's not clearly <clears throat> just throwing a foreign company out who's taking a hundred percent profits and taking them out of the country. It's not quite as simple or clear as that. It involves a lot of Indians. So there are Indian f- factories made on Indian soil, f- built on Indian soil, employing Indians. and the whole distribution system is done by indians so i don't know whether this is a nationalistic idea or what um so, it's not a nationalistic idea it's because these two companies take up most water at a time when uh, karnataka tamil nadu are going through a fair amount of water crisis um at least that's the official point of view um the indian beverage association had said it was disappointed but basically uh the soft drinks firms according to the traders associations take too much water from the rivers okay, and that's so why that explains it the farmers are struggling because there's also uh in karnataka i know there's a drought fourth year running 
I don't know what Tamil Nadu has the drought problem, but it's unlikely that their situation will be drastically better when neighboring state well, is I, in this I situation. I frankly, I mean, sure, you know, that's that you can one can say that's a valid reason, but I I find it very unlikely that Coca-Cola and Pepsi would take so much of water that it would actually affect irrigation. I mean, that's like, I don't know. It depends on how how big a bottling plant it is over there. If it's only bottling, if it's manufacturing as well, it could totally be. I don't, but I don't know what their product. But actually, that is not really the official official stance because they've been changing the official stance. They said first it's only against because for health issues. Then the counter was there are Indian drinks with more sugar in it. Then they say okay, it's for environmental issues. They say Indian drinks also are sucking up a lot of water. Then saying because it's not Indian. Basically, this happened. At a time when this whole Tamil pride and Jalkatta, you know, protests happened. There's something fishy about this. It's, it's it not a clear story. So anyway, so that that I've I've actually stopped uh, drinking the regular Coke and regular Pepsi. I drink Coke Zero and Coke uh, the Diet Coke. That's no better. Yeah, well, people, uh, the jury bad. is still out. Well, it's not equally bad. Even the jury, so like, there's no jury out on this. Is bad. Did you see that commercial that uh, film made by Coca-Cola? Yeah. On how bad it is. That was on how bad. Uh, Coca-Cola is. It's the same thing. No, but diet doesn't contain uh, sugar. sugar but I mean, the point is, it contains. It may not contain sugar, but it contains all the other chemicals and additives. And in some senses, it's far worse because it's carcinogenic. Okay. Now moving on to anyway. From this, we'll see which way it goes. I think it's ridiculous uh, that this could happen in today's ranges because a bunch of people started saying that we want this ban. Whether it's good or bad, we can debate. But Can I like, you just uh, get bans done like this because a bunch of people yeah, is angry? I think banning is no. bad. But I like Narendra Modi's idea. If I'm not missing, he said you can tax them more, which is not a bad I'm thing. I'm for regulation. I don't think you should ban anything. I mean, you can't just ban a corporation. Yeah, it's like smoking. I mean, no, but I, and it? also the economic activity that you create, Madhu, you're right. It creates economic activity, but it's, it's not necessary. At it in the long run, it will be good because sometimes they can just outprice everyone in the market. Because I remember when our office used to be in CP. If you remember, the entire rentals in CP went through the roof because KFC, McDonald's, and all had come. And what was being rented out for one lakh, two lakh, these guys suddenly could rent out at six because they can afford to make losses for ten years to capture the market and then start making well, profits. Right. Thumbs so up. That's why Johan sold thumbs up. He couldn't compete with mm. Coke. All the thumbs up was more popular. But then he made a mistake. He realized later because, in spite of him selling it, thumbs up sold more than Coke because Coke had bought it. So it was in Coke's interest to keep it going. What these big, in, uh, you know, corporations can do is they can completely make you vanish from the market. So what they do is they buy up all the stock. I'm not saying Coke did that because I'd be liable, but I know that brands do this who can afford to. They buy all the competitor stock and just throw it down the drain because they can afford to do that. So there's only their product in the market, and whoever has such deep pockets can. But do thumbs that. up did better than Coca-Cola. So and Coca you know, in the last content. couple of years, uh, I I love this uh, paper boat thing until. Yeah. Rajeshri told me, "My God, it's so full of sugar." Uske baad se maine pina hi ban. There is no diet equivalent of paper port. There's yeah. nothing better than water. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now let's start with this entire um, Ramjas College issue. Uh, please, uh, DJ, why don't you go first? Um, what to say? All right. First of all, I think it's beautiful irony that the whole thing began with a literature seminar. literature which is supposed to be useless and irrelevant to society um there was a seminar that was organized by the ramjas college literary society uh, called cultures of resistance among the people that they were asking to come and speak there were umar khalid 
infamous for the JNU uh, sedition allegations that were placed against him, uh, leveled against him rather. And uh, he was going to speak on Bastar because that's what his PhD is on, I'm told. Um, ABVP members and supporters uh, felt that they did not want Omar Khalid to speak in Ramjas. So there was violence. Stone pelting, the room was attacked. There was one point we were told by students that uh, the seminar was being held in a room that had one door and was locked because everyone felt scared that the ABVP supporters and members would come tearing in and bricks were thrown in through the windows, that sort of thing. In reaction to that, a march was brought out a day after. And at that march, there was a lot of violence, it seems. There were journalists who were beaten up. Yeah, videos of that, invited. Quint journalists were beaten up. I saw that. that was Lots of them. Quint, HT, Times Now. Uh, and it had, it saw, uh, when there was the, uh, when there was violence, what was also seen was that there were a lot of students who were not from North Campus in DU. There were South Campus, JNU, different uh, students from different uh, parts of Delhi, basically. So, uh, for me, what's interesting is that it was put across as, oh, JNU happened last year. This time, same thing is happening at Ramjas. It's not exactly the same thing. And uh, in that same uh, vein, it became uh, that last year we had uh, last year we had Kanhaiya Kumar. This year we have Gurmehar Kaur. And uh, that yeah, the equivalence was ridiculous. Before we continue and Manisha has something to say, our guest has joined us, beating Delhi traffic, Sandeep Bamzai. Welcome, Sandeep. Thanks. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, though if you're following news, you will. Uh, he has been a journalist for several years now. He started his career with The Statesman in 1983, am I right? That's right. In Kolkata. It was called Calcutta back then. Yeah. Uh, he is currently the editor-in-chief and CEO of the Financial Chronicle. You're a visiting fellow at ORF, which is the Observer Research Foundation. Uh, and before this, you were editor of Mail Today. Sandeep has held positions at TV Today, Hindustan Times, Sunday Observer, the Lal Street Journal. Have I missed anything, Sandeep? Illustrated Weekly, which was very close to my heart. Oh, okay. Why? The weekly was the How weekly old was were the you weekly. Then? You must have been a baby. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly was the weekly under Pratish. Yeah. Okay. Under Pratish, okay. Right. That so before that was Kushwant Singh. Yes. No, before that was Kamath. Before that was Kushwant Singh. Okay. No, there was a KC Khanna also in between. Okay. But they didn't. Uh, I think they lasted just a year or a couple of years each. Uh, of course, Kushwant was there for many years, uh. and then Pratish was there for almost 10, 12 years. And you were there during Pratish's time? Yeah, yeah. Any reason why it closed down? Because it was quite They popular. sold the damn press, no? In the old lady, mm -hmm. they, the, this was a... So this was Bennett and Coleman thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was an offset press. The weekly was a very strange size. Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, like Correct. the life. Uh, size. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. No, no, it was a. Uh, it was yes, neither yes. here nor there. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So this particular press mm -hmm. used to print the weekly. Yes. So the Jains decided to. I think, frankly, I don't think it could compete. It was out of date. Ah, uh, maybe it was, but uh, it was I mean, just out of date. All of us at the weekly. I mean, you can argue that India Today and Sunday were making rapid strides at that particular point in time, but the weekly was the weekly. Yeah. Anybody who worked there will tell you that mm. it was something special. Alag hi maza tha. Anybody who read it would tell you it wasn't. So, oh, <laughs> it's a matter of opinion. <laughs> now, as uh, you may be aware, Hafta is a freewheeling discussion on what made the news and what should have and what was what sucked and what was great. 
so we were just talking about this entire gurmeher kaur ramjas fracas that happened and manisha was just telling us yeah so the latest entrant to the ramjas controversy was gurmeher kaur she's a 20 year old student who work uh, who studies at the lsr an old video of hers which was part of profiles of peace it's a it's a video appealing for peace between india and pakistan resurfaced uh, was picked up by a lot of news channels and suddenly the debate from ramjas from what happened at the campus turned to soldiers at the border india pakistan uh, peaceniks versus nationalists sort of a discourse uh this video is about 4 minute long she's talking about her own personal journey from hate to reconciliation she's talking about the fact that she lost her father when she was really young uh, she harbored a deep hatred for muslims and pakistanis because of uh, losing her father uh, after which she was explained uh, her mother explained to her that war uh, pakistan did not kill her dad war did this is just one line in a long yeah which was pulled out she actually st- as when she was Three or four years old, she stabbed a woman in a burqa. She was six. She yeah, she was six, and she stabbed. She tried stabbing a woman in a burqa, and her mother said that, okay, uh, don't. That's, that's whatever, not done. Yeah. That's and it follows into you know she ends it by saying enough state-sponsored terrorism, enough state-sponsored spies, enough state-sponsored hatred, enough people have died on both sides of the border. Enough is enough. This led to amazing, amazing prime time viewing in a very <laughs> <laughs> amazing way. It was so bad that. I think I the mean, the way it snowballed is just spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. I have never seen anything like it. I, you know, so I it's a four-minute video. I did, did think that boss, ye abhi India versus soldier at the border आने वाला है कहीं ना कहीं इस debate में. Incredible. So <laughs> what do you think, Sandeep? You're the guest. What what is what your, did you watch of this entire you know how prime time played it up? Telegorillas. Sorry. Telegorillas. 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 What is that? Okay, I don't know what is telegorillas. News telegorillas you're talking about. अच्छा is that what the term? I think that's a great term. I think we will. They're superficial, eh? For want of anything, they'll pick up anything, and then they'll just simply go berserk with it. Milk it. It. I was shocked how they can milk something. The worst. And I, I refuse to believe that they don't realize that the debate, the way they're structuring it, is not adding any value. It's you're not structuring a smart debate. They surely know that because these guys are smart no, enough. No, no. Please understand. These people are the masters of shallowness and superficiality. Okay, they just need a thread, a strand, and once they. pick that thread and strand and if it has uh, a residue of this business of nationalism etc that's it that's what they thrive for that's what they live for and i i think somewhere times now created this culture and because everybody wants to be a me too so all these telegorillas followed <laughs> and who was the worst ladies you guys watched all the channels I think Bupendra Chobe. Yeah, Chobe is uh, <laughs> snowboarder. Oh lord. <laughs> Telly Gorilla on acid is I think what would be the best description <laughs> I, of Bupendra Chobe. I don't watch Chobe. news television <laughs> anymore. If so, I if I have to watch uh, news television I prefer to watch CNBC Prime which is the international channel of CNBC. I I can't watch this lot and certainly not during prime time. Yeah. It's impossible to watch them. But I mean this is something that I think why was did you stop watching? Much? Uh, I was actually at one point in time a fan of uh, Mr. Goswami and his theatre mm-hmm. uh, till it got uh, really cumbersome. Uh, basically, after Rambo Five, I've seen Rambo One, Two, Three, Four. It's just that he's, it's just that he's parachuted into Vietnam, Afghanistan, so <laughs> he ran out of countries, and then that's it. <laughs> no, but why was Bhupen the worst? Uh, and who were the other contenders? 
And okay. how, what did he do to beat them? Okay, so to begin with, I just want to make one point that um, we've uh, we've completely, I think what we saw on TV rather in prime time with this particular incident was something that we've kind of suspected at, and we've kind of talked about it in a lighthearted way that news has become entirely about entertainment. You found not a single fact or nugget of information being reported. There were no reports. There are literally not even the pretense of a report in any of these shows. All you had were people pontificating and you had anchors who um, who were not even trying to bring in perspective or level the playing field or any of that stuff. Uh, stuff. So uh, everyone did shows on Gourmet Court. There was not a single channel that didn't. I would say the closest to balanced were perhaps Nidhi Razdan's Left, Right and Center on NDTV and the news are that Navika Kumar did the day after, I think. But I thought the girl actually appeared on that. I watched that. A re- a rerun. No, not We the People. I watched the rerun. The, the same thing is repeated past midnight. Right, right? yeah. Right. So the girl actually appeared on that Nidhi Razdan show, yes. and she yeah. came off very badly. She, Which not, she lacked conviction completely. Yeah, huh. she no. lacked so com- conviction, and she she didn't make any sense whatsoever. There was no clarity of thought. There was no focus. There was no. It sounds like any twenty-year-old. <laughs> I don't know. I have a twenty-three-year-old daughter. She seems to be smarter than this girl. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps, but, <laughs> but yeah. when you say she lacked focus, I mean, there was no mean? conviction in what she said. In what she was saying, huh? vis-a-vis her position to Pakistan. Or no, no, to the, the entire conversation was—it uh, was that same superficiality, both back and forth. Uh, I didn't see. There it. are at least, if I can come in, you know, there are at least two or three things here in the whole fracas. Sorry, uh, Anand, you come in uh, yeah. first. Just sure. finish. What what was so? What did Bhupen do to? You know, to tip the scales. To outdo Rahul Shiv Shankar and the others. Rahul Shiv Shankar had Tarek Fateh to come in because he couldn't get Gurmehar Kaur. So let's just take okay. that as an example of what was wrong with that program. And still Bhupen won. Still Bhupen won. Just what, what did he no, do? Manisha, did you write about it? Yeah. Hmm. No, but what did Bhupen do? I think I'm going to let her say what Bhupen did. But I'm going to just put forward what I found really problematic, which is, and this is something that I think every anchor had uh, ha- had as a problem. The person who showed this the most bluntly, however, was Rajdeep Sardesai on his show in India Today, which is that they had not watched the video. They were not aware yeah. of the fact that there are two social media posts by Gurmehar Kaur that are floating around. A year apart. Nine months apart from one another. They didn't know that. So there was That's shocking. one of the first questions that Rajdeep Sardesai asked Gurmehar Kaur was, but don't you think you've kind of, in variation of, you kind of asked for it since you brought up your father while protesting against the ABVP? She didn't. She didn't. She said, no, that's like. So, which was when she said, I think there might be some confusion, very politely, that uh, there is one video in which I have said that, you know, my father was killed and the war didn't kill, uh, Pakistan didn't kill my father, war killed my father. But there is a very different one that is, that was put up now. He had no idea. So this basic thing, which has been conflated by those who have conflated it for reasons best known to them, um, he didn't know that basic fact. Bhupendra Chobe had the same problem. He conflated these two, but I'm going to let Manisha talk about that. Yeah, I want to talk. Do you think they don't have time to do research? No, I think they're lazy. 
No, it's just laziness and the confidence that you can get away with. I don't yeah. know. I think it's the confidence you can get away with. You're like, going you know. on camera. This story is pretty basic that she that she has two videos and how it came about. It's in almost every story written about it. How could they mix this up? Well, this was know. to be fair, uh, this show was literally the day after. So maybe you no it's it's just laziness madhu it's nothing else ha, manisha after that so in the same to... rajdeep sadasai show two problems i had with one with rajdeep show where uh, you have the sarasas ideologue who's says very very gracelessly he says that this girl is trolling her father she's using her father's death trolling her father's death he's no more she she lost her father when she was 2 I'm and then this to just Sina, yeah classy as always yeah and who again sorry uh, sorry to interrupt but this is the other thing he gets described as professor at D- Delhi University and RSS ideologue which I mean it just seems like you're granting him a lot more dignity than he is due and certainly than what he deserves after his performances and Rajdeep after this after you know he says these awful things Rajdeep says this is a very serious accusation respond. <laughs> <laughs> I, you want the little girl to what do you say no Dude, sir actually i'm not trolling my father really sir actually no but Sandeep. the thing is that you have to a journalist has to at <laughs> some point <laughs> use their brain and call out people's bullshit you have to say that this is something absolutely incorrect you can you can be against uh, gurmeher's world view as anand tweeted out and very gracefully there are graceful ways of exp- expressing your opposition to her world view you are more than welcome to say that boss this is an idealistic whatever thing to say that pakistan didn't kill my father warded but there's a way to do it bhupender chobish show he takes it to the next level where he says that is she trying to insult army jawans can we then now say that you know and he uses the word therefore he doesn't have anything to say but every time he wants to look serious and you know every time he wants to make a point he'll say therefore therefore then can we now say that gurmeher kaur has insulted jawans in the border if i read out if i show this video clipping to other jawans to the family of jawans who've lost their uh, you know Lives loved ones will they feel belittled where that is he this asked coming question, from really? he, yeah he said but you know what he's trying to do if you've noticed how quickly he's paltoed from I, and i remember i had tweeted about this when modi just came into power the way he referred to manmohan singh hmm. in his first this thing in this really disrespectful mocking way which is fine by me if you were also doing it in 2012 yeah how quickly bhupen has paltoed is fantastic and after arnab's gone off air he's trying to occupy that because he was not the loon earlier now he's saying main loony bhi hunga main no, nationalist bhi hunga he's always been the loon no I he's never been sunny leone i i mean come on about uh, chobe ji the thing is you can't get outraged at chobe ji and i'll tell you why you just click on his tweet and you see the replies there some of them he says chobi ji bhabhi ji se kahiye na aapko chup kar rahe hain you know is type ke <laughs> so he's the guy who confused waterboarding with snowboarding so uh, you know what more <laughs> what more can you wanted to make one more point regarding yeah, this you one? know two or three more points if i may you see the whole thing <clears throat> stems from the fact i think that the uh, the lady uh, gurmeher has a different ideological stance to bjp and the right wingers so she is an aap supporter she supported uh, she sat with the tista setalwad against the war mongering or something like that you know they mixed that up and i think they very deliberately brought this 9 month old video now let me start with the first instance where she said i am um, i'm not afraid of avv that's perfectly fine because सारे गुंडे हैं यू नो अकॉर्डिंग टू मी ऑल दीज गाय ऑल दीज टूर्नाइजेशन आर एक्चुअली फुल ऑफ गुंडाज सो यू कैन से आई एम नॉट अफ्रेड ऑफ देम बट अकॉर्डिंग टू मी 
I one should be one should be saying fair enough. It's her point. One should be saying I'm not afraid of any gundas from SFI, and you know it kind of takes it's it's like subsetting the gundas, which is again fine. So that kind of riled up a lot of people. Ki acha SFI ke gundo ko kuch nahi kariyo, AVP gundo ko kariyo. It's like you know people are trying to make a difference in between the kind of gundas you can support or be afraid of or be fearless of. So that was point number one. The other thing about this thing. Of course, she is entitled to her opinion, and if you look at it, it's actually not her saying it. That one sentence out of five hundred odd words, it's her mother telling her, "Okay, look, you know, a two-year-old, three-year-old, whenever that uh, it's not quoting what her mother said mother to her when said, she was okay." That's point number one. The point number two is it's much more nuanced than that, and I think that's why uh, you know Sehwag and the way they jumped in, who ek placard ko leke, it's like taking a tweet out of a thread. It's happened to me, and I've been trolled on that. You know, sara sab chhodke ek tweet ko uthake wo kar liya. Now. why do i say it's a bit nuanced because i make an exception for pakistan but you know when you say pakistan didn't kill war killed it's the the way you can i'm just talking as a devil's advocate this thing that you know for example if north korea declares a war against something would you say that north korea uh, killed a person or the war killed now in the sense i don't think the poor impoverished famished north koreans have got anything to do against america they don't even know what there is going on mm. so it's almost always the case that the state or the army of the state or the dictatorial regime they are the ones who actually kill people right uh, vietnam the same case i mean it's not that the vietnamese killed americans i mean you know or also the, the americans killed the, the amount of opposition in the vietnam war in us at the time was immense right but in pakistan is section it's an exception because i mean as i have believed and they, they, this is where i disagree with gurmeher that the general population also yeah, agrees with that actually state. it's a lot more mixed up so pakistan is an exceptional case where i would say that indeed pakistan killed this uh, person not just war but okay. i can you know one can appreciate that a two year old girl or you know who was uh, and the mother who was a widow who can explain these things to a child and maybe that things just carried on you know and so, the mother doesn't want the child to grow up right hating hate. exactly. exactly that so is a, a completely is different she, thing exactly, the mother see? might be hating pakistanis or muslims yeah. on her own yeah. but what you communicate to your child to help her live with that kind of grief With the absence of her father, I think is a different story. Which is kabile tarif because otherwise, as Rashdi says, children are the vessel parents pour their venom into. Yeah. But uh, Sandeep, you tell us what is your view on this entire fracas? Whether it's on the coverage or the issue itself. Um, just keep the tele debates out of it. Huh. You think it would have been blown out of proportion the way it has been? If it wasn't such yeah. a TRP milker, huh. absolutely, I agree with you. It wouldn't, and it shouldn't have been. Unnecessarily. But right. I, I, I I'm not sure that. about I'll that because why. no, sorry, because you don't. Dis- you I, I disagree sure? with Sandeep if I'm on that. I think this thing of nationalism is like a thorn that even it kind of touches the BJP or the right wing. They kind of it's like a rash that has come over. So there is no way they would have let it go. No, not they would have that. actually played it up. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. But not just that. I think there was a. I think this was a very, very uh, carefully planned, uh, systematic. effort to create a viral um issue because abvp had had there were allegations that could be founded there was photographic evidence etc etc um the abvp did not want it to be exposed like this so the so that was a purely diversionary tactic which worked really well we're okay. not talking no, no, about sir, the violence by uh, the let's examine the facts as they as they presented themselves a section of a particular college uh, decides to call 
two uh, people from JNU to speak. Right. Uh, now, this is a well-known right-wing college, mind you. Which one? ABVP has always been strong at Ramjas. Ramjas? Ramjas. Ramjas. Really? Uh, yeah. Matlab, De- historically, huh. historically, ABVP has always been strong in Ramjas. Okay. So, who are these two people? Omar Khalid. Omar Khalid and Shaila Rashid. Huh. What is the so-called stigma against their name? That these are the same... Bharat uh, Tukde Hongir. Huh? Oh, whatever, Bharat Ke Tukde, Bastar Mange, Azadi, blah, blah, huh. blah. Huh. Now, uh, you are basically baiting everybody by doing this. And it has to snowball, so it snowballed. Well, so, so now think... these threads of nationalism, anti-nationalism, and all that comes into play because you have a right-wing government in power. Bottom line, do you accept uh, that Bastar mein azadi? Do you accept Kashmir mein azadi? Do you accept Bharat ke tukde honge? Okay, you can, well, people will t- turn around and say that it's an opinion. Hmm. Uh, article whatever 21 of the constitution allows you freedom of expression so you can say pretty much what you want not really but yeah but there are some things which are unacceptable so no it is unacceptable to me for instance no no what is unacceptable to you Bharat ke tukde honge no no as a Bastar mein azadi hogi it is unacceptable to me and Kashmir mein azadi hogi it is completely unacceptable what I am saying is what is unacceptable means that they should be arrested for it and tried for sedition or you don't agree with it and you think you cannot you cannot terminate with extreme prejudice in 2017 anywhere in the world I mean it can we could be in Nicaragua or we could be in India that age probably is over although it still happens in various countries including our own uh, but I, I I personally think this part is unacceptable no, and that's, by, I'm trying to understand by bringing what these is two unacceptable people, means that they should be arrested no, or it no, is no, not no. that you think why it's, why should you why should you call these people and ask them to give a speech in a college is what I'm asking. No, no, that is a separate thing. We, what I'm saying is... It all begins there. No, no, that is the flashpoint. I'm trying to understand one thing. See, I'm, I'm not talking about person's motivation. I'm saying it is going to happen. People are not going to do stuff that I enjoy. Like, I personally, no, I personally minute, think... Uh, Feb to Feb, it's one year. Huh? Since that, uh, whatever happened in JNU. Huh. Exactly a year. In that one year, were they invited by anybody? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe Kanaiya Kumar was... Yeah, he spoke at several places. Ha, ha, he went to but he has a different theme. His theme is Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Hmm. His theme is not Azadi. His theme is definitely not Bharat Ke Tukde Honge. Well, I don't even know if Omar's theme is that. Of course it is. But no, the, but he but was talking video, about Bastar because but, anyway, no, but, uh, but now we are digressing. What I'm saying is that no, when no, we, we are say not digressing. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We are not digressing. At the very core of this problem is a college inviting two people. And those two people are are known for their volatile views. And they're, okay, at one level, subliminally, for mainstreaming a particular thought process into Latians Delhi. And they've succeeded with that. But Sandeep, you hey. think they should not have been called? No, no, actually, I'm, but I'm still not clear. I'm saying, why, why call them? No, no, that is a separate point, a year, Sandeep. A year passes by, nothing happens on this front. There is relative peace and quiet after this JNU episode. Forget the Kanaya Kumar speeches in various parts of India, which basically, after some time, people lost interest because he was repeating himself. He kept saying the same thing. He kept baiting the Prime Minister. So, 
you go beyond the pale and there's nothing else. You go beyond the apparent, there's nothing else to see. Then suddenly you have a college which is traditionally ABVP dominated. No, no, you made that point. That no, what I'm saying, Sandeep, is I understand that you think that is unnecessary. Haan. See, I'm moving beyond that. Like, for example, I'm not saying that's necessarily my position. Haan. I think the existence of RSS is unnecessary. But that's not what I'm talking about. Hey, one second, let me finish Haan. what I'm saying. Haan. What my what I'm asking is because I think it's unnecessary. Haan. Should there be a law against it and they should be disallowed? That is what I'm asking. You say it's unacceptable. Main aapse unacceptable. There, is, there the, is no let question me, let of me finish arresting what anybody. Let me finish what I'm saying. Unacceptable. I want to know what does unacceptable mean in real legal terms. That's all I'm asking. I mean, he doesn't like it personally. That's all. No, that's a, so it's you unacceptable but, to me. But you, don't think, but you don't think there should be any action like, like what happened about arrest, the cops? How do you arrest a person? Why do you arrest a person? There should be some criminality involved. There should be some section of the Indian Penal Code which is invoked. In this case, you can argue that sedition could be that section and sedition is something that has been used against various people in this country. Hmm. Right? So, if you go by the playbook, there are, there are ways and means. Yeah. But I'm saying none of that has happened. Yeah. yeah. It is unacceptable to me, completely unacceptable to me, that somebody should stand Haan, up. That's, so, but you're saying that doesn't necessarily mean to legal consequence. No, no, but I'm not saying you usko arrest karo, usko pito, maro. I don't condone Haan, any that's, of that. Yeah, that's, that's all I was I thinking. don't condone any of that. But why are you deliberately, the point I'm making and now to answer your question is, why are you deliberately baiting the system by doing what you are? You know these two people, you know what their background is, why do you why do you flirt with them and why do you bait the system? Okay, I mean, if you're asking me personally, because it is there, which is what Mallory so then said. Then we come to what I just said, which is that you are there is there is an element which is mainstreaming a particular thought process very very systematically, very subliminally, and very very smartly. But that's life. No, and it I happens think I just, in every ideology in every country. But one thing before I, we the no. ideology <laughs> philosophy is toxic, please understand. It is unacceptable to me as an Indian. It has nothing to do with nationalism and anti-nationalism. And Do you uh, think the RSS ideology is toxic? I mean, forget the RSS. Why? Because it has nothing to do with the RSS. I'm asking I am you. Saying as an, no, please understand. I am saying as an Indian, what is unacceptable to me is Bharat ke tukde honge. Yeah, I got that. I am saying I got Kashmir that. mein azadi is, I got you are that. challenging the state. I got that. You are challenging the state. What I'm saying is state. when you say something is toxic. It is toxic. Yeah, I'm not, I'm asking you another question. Yeah. Do you think the RSS ideology is toxic? If toxicity of no, ideas I is I don't have anything to do with the RSS. No, I'm not, I'm asking, and I'm not you don't even have anything to do with them. Nah, you... Did the RSS come and say? Did the RSS come no, and no, say I'm not this? talking in this specific case. I'm Are saying as a law. Case, any case. Has the RSS come forward and said that uh, Hindu kush hamara hoga? Have you read the bunch of thoughts? Are I am saying कोई बाहर आया public में and said this आपने शाखा attend किया कोई why should I attend a शाखा मैंने किया attend but then so you don't attend the talks anyway you are saying Manisha slap bang in the middle of Delhi University slap bang in the middle so of so don't attend that like you don't attend the शाखा but no, it's a, it not, was you're not attending a शाखा my friend you this is bang in the no, middle of Delhi no no so शाखा a bang in the middle of Delhi as well just a second it was a literary it was a literary society seminar in a in a college that that was all things being equal and all things being 
someone As a member of that college, I have rights but to do that. But that's where it all begins then. But yeah, I, I, I honestly don't understand the position that because something might piss some people off, then no, no, again, it, it one is, should not do that. Not I don't agree of, with that. It is not a question of pissing somebody off. It, it is, is a question, question of a delib something being done with deliberate intent. Whether but it is on is that, and anyway, people I'll, are I'll not people that. are not understanding and realizing. that there is a game of foot and it is being done systematically okay maybe they are maybe they aren't but maybe they are looking you at are it from a different perspective you are mainstreaming a a very dangerous thought process okay. you're taking it out of the valley i i think and you're you're actually taking it out of the valley and exposing okay delhi okay we'll move that. we'll move on to the next anand just one quick thing sure on the abbv and sfi i am a du student mm-hmm. as a du student you only had two sets of goons to deal with throughout your life nsui and abbv So as a DU student, SFI wasn't even on my radar. And if you see the video of that Helawat, what's that guy's name? The from a ABBP guy, Avana. 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 Huh. Now have you seen how he strong did yeah, that, Professor? Of course. Oh God, let's see. I saw the JNU protests, and I agree it was wrong for them to prevent. You know, the, but the same point I made. If everything is the same. Then nothing is the same. No, no, no. You see, he, see this th- is where I disagree. This is like no, if you are telling up, to je okat dikha denge, to je kar denge, to je wo kar denge. And can't. and it was a threat that you try this and I'll show you. Look, <coughs> everything is not, not the same. Let's not go into nuance of who is a bigger gunda, who is a lesser gunda, because and let's not just take one example of JNU. Mm. JNU, I agree with you. The uh, the students who told the uh, professor to scoot, scoot from here. We won't let you enter. You know those guys. They did not attack him with stones and all that. That's fine. and i personally don't know over the last 5 or 6 years whether the sfi and as communist students youth wings have actually pelted stones or become violent in genu i don't know they might they might not i don't know but all over india hundreds of universities there are factual examples where these guys belonging no, to no. communist they have done it I understand so i'm not that. just talking of genu no, no, but i'm saying in the context I'm of her having to condemn everyone if you're sitting in du and what you have seen is abvp and nsui like it's like saying each time i open my mouth to condemn one i have to condemn every organization no, all over the world it's not a question of condemn those who are in my see, ecosystem no i'm saying that is she is entitled to her view absolutely no, maybe you said she, she hasn't should have condemned all of them i'm like, i'm saying i would have condemned 
I would have come down because I have seen. Maybe she has not seen the Gundaism of SFI ASI because maybe she belongs to that Diu. thing. She is no, not only Diu. She be, she is sympathetic with them. I don't know the reason. No, but if you're in Diu, there is no one else except NSU and AVVP. Well, okay, then except uh, don't be afraid of NSUI. She didn't say that, did she? No, because at Why? that time, because that was an ABVP protest. So that was what I'm saying. She is limiting. She is subsetting the Gundaism to ABVP, which, as I earlier said, perfectly all right. Hmm. But the point is, I wouldn't do it because I have seen the Gundaism of all these things. You know, it's not just ABVPs okay. are Gundas. So let's, so let's Everyone is Gundas. So let's move on to the next and one. And this is the problem that happens. Like last month, you had SFI students who beat up Dalits in University of Hyderabad. Hmm. Now, there was no hue and cry. Ego, aya uh -huh. chala gaya. Nobody uh -huh. says, I am not afraid of SFI. Let's do this. So this selective thing has no, to no, go. Again, I come back to the use of whatever in Delhi. Hyderabad does not make news. Na. Exactly. Although Chennai does now. Are, this is the That's point that I'm making. That the mainstreaming of a particular thought process is taking place here, right here. And right only here. then does it impact the whole Not country. Only, and because telegorillas are there, hmm. they're sitting right here. He doesn't know how to get news. His job is... Are, Ready-made. Where I would disagree with Sandeep on this is that mainstreaming is good. Because if mainstreaming exposes, it exposes both points. If you bring up something Bharat ke tukde honge, you would, you would listen to it and you would also listen to a lot of counter arguments. So in my opinion, it is always good to hear a rabid voice that you disagree with or a non-rabid voice that you disagree with. It's always good to hear that. Because okay, I have it a, leads to more discourse. Okay, I have a no, quick... True, but the same, uh, the same thought process comes from Sayyid Ali Shah Gilani. It comes from Yasin Malik. It also comes from, to a lesser extent, Mirwez. It is the exact same thought process. But they do sit on panels from there only. Obi Vans with Hiri Emma. Anyway, okay, <laughs> bottom, I'm just going to. Okay, we are moving on, Sandeep. Sandeep, process. we are moving on. We are moving on to a quick email. But before that, I have that announcement, Anand, that we have to make. Uh, dear listeners, uh, you know. Last hafta, we had said that we want to start a science desk because for some odd reason, a lot of our subscribers and listeners are very accomplished scholars or scientists all over the world. I have no idea why. <laughs> so we keep getting these mails, Sandeep, that you should do more science journalism because politics There's lots happening in the world of science. So we put out this announcement in the last hafta that you want to put together a science desk in collaboration with subscribers. So we have got some... Thrilling responses. I'll just tell you some of the people who wrote to us. Uh, Niranjan Kambi, she's a postdoctoral research associate at the Department of Psychology in the University of Wisconsin-Madison, USA. Previously completed the PhD from National Brain Research Center in Manesar, Gurgaon. Currently trying to understand the brain basis of learning and memory in human and non-human primates. Shruti Murlidhar. By the way, that building, NBRC, yeah. is actually sh in the shape of a brain. Oh, really? Yes. I had no idea. Nice, yeah. Shruti Murlidhar is an, currently a neuroscientist at MIT, finished the undergraduate degree and then got a master's in neuroscience from the National Brain Research Center in Manesar and a doctorate in neuroscience from Ecole Polytechnique Federale de Lausanne in Switzerland. I'm guessing I pronounced that right. If I didn't, sorry. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> but okay. it was fun. Uh, and and Shruti is uh, basically writing on behalf of the Science Communication Collective called Insidecom. Uh, this email is going to be there on the website. You can check out their Twitter ID and their blog. It's a group of uh, three scientists who feel very strongly about scientific results being clearly communicated to the public to develop an appreciation for scientific process and research. That's excellent. Then Navneet 
also is a part of the group who's written to us got his masters from delhi university in genetics and a doctorate in development neurobiology from st john's college in oxford university he's currently doing his post doctoral research at university of edinburgh edinburgh kehte na matlab in scotland using stem cells to understand psychiatric illness and then abhishek uh, got the masters in biology in specializing in genome evolution and microbiology from the university of utah usa so this is the science desk anand you have to manage lag raha hai thoda ulta pad gaya kuch zyada hi brilliant log aa gaye baby science desk with scientists they speak farratedar science yeah. like we speak in english this, yeah. i got i started reading scientific american okay. from the last podcast mm-hmm. last nl hafta and i got one article in scientific american which will warm the cockles of your heart wonderful mr ranganath what is it about you want to save this for recommendations or give it away now no i want to give it away now hmm. because it's relevant to this because it'll put mr ranganathan in a rather good mood oh thank god i was fearing for the worst <laughs> <laughs> this is an article uh that scientific american has written about homeopathic medicines <laughs> oh lovely <laughs> okay hundreds of babies harmed by homeopathic remedies oh comma families say okay my and this is a company that put out a teething medicine highlands teething tablets mm-hmm. that were given to babies and many babies died got seizures were damaged uh, because of this so they it took a long time almost 11 years for fda to stop these medicines i don't know how they why they didn't put a stop to it immediately because that's rare so in one sense you are right because homeopathy homeopathic medicines are not that well uh, documented and the protocols are not as strict as they are with allopathic medicine however despite that we still have history of allopathic medicine going completely wrong such as maybe you're too young to have known the thalidomide thalidomide yes. tragedy no, no, I, tragedies I know, yeah. okay plus and minus yeah yeah exactly yeah. so babies were born without arms yeah. Uh, and because of thalidomide which was a in fact it's in uh, a song as well you know that very famous song we didn't start the fire mm. billy yeah. was it billy joy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. children yeah. of thalidomide yeah, yeah. so uh, one i would not say that i would blame homeopathy completely because there are enough modern medicine drugs that have destroyed people's lives so it doesn't really prove your point but i just thought i'd bring it to your attention well i think the bottom line we have a fantastic panel on our science desk all over the world so it will be a virtual desk and going by the resumes that i just read out they speak faratedar science like Plus, we I've speak i forwarded you mails of you know two others uh, two correct names, three or four so now names. alpha zeta gamma under root of by epsilon epsilon <laughs> by the spectrometer mass immunology valency impressed thumbs up yeah, what 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 to be that's all speak english but thank you oh, so indeed. much for writing oh, in all of you we're going to figure out a structure over the next few weeks so that we get regular podcasts and articles from this science desk we have created with our subscribers and hopefully we should put out the best science uh, content you know on any site anywhere in the world we should basically compete with the best anywhere so thank you guys and this is happening at a time when actually science reporting and mm. opinion on science and science columns are actually going out of work from indian newspapers i mean i remember hindu used to have you know, we we decided to do a cover last week on these women at isro right and for 48 hours we couldn't find anybody to write on this That's subject it. wow okay so we we found that there are as many as 8 or 9 women in top 
in right at the very top in isro hmm. uh, whether it's uh, geo satellites whatever so uh, finally somebody mentioned a name but i struck it down because i i i honestly thought he didn't have the wherewithal to write it hmm. then we discovered that we in deccan chronicle which is a sister publication we had a science writer yes uh, we finally approached him and asked him to get uh, details on these eight nine women and in parallel we i got manoj joshi who has an understanding of isro to write the piece and finally that's how we managed to put it together it was impossible to and i think that's really sad i think th- this is something we can really revive anand i mean the kind of people who've written in and i think that's fantastic no that's- what i think what is more important is that this is probably the most successful government undertaking isro without a doubt mm. it would be the most successful government undertaking mm. and i thought it was uh, you know well worth the punt we closed late but we got all the inputs in we got all the pictures in and we called it india's rocket women and mm. we put all nine on the cover because on saturdays we have a tabloid in fact you can read that piece on the link below yeah so and i i don't think there there are science writers available in this country there are handful of names pallav bhagla Uh, and one or two others, but that's it. There are no science writers. It's I just gone out of style. I think the best science reporter is the one on NDTV. That's Pallav Bagla. I think he's super. Yeah, he's the only guy. There's With nobody else. Mars. But but my brother was making fun because when he did the Mars, he was wearing that chef hat. And uh-huh. <laughs> but there's nobody. No, and his sincerity, science, his sincerity, yeah. his enthusiasm, yeah, yeah, yeah. and his um, and the, uh, so, uh, his. Um, a bollywood style of like a soap series style of speaking with such passion about scientific matters is unsurpassed by anyone in the world he's hmm. superb you were saying sandeep no i was saying that uh, uh, isro is a very secretive organization at one level to penetrate isro is also a problem and it's only these uh, two three people who have access to isro these two three science writers that's it nobody you can't uh, try it You can't call up Isro and try and get an appointment with somebody. Impossible. Mm. Oh, and by the way, this guy once I met him, and he came to me and he says, "Ma'am, you made fun of me. You don't know how it is. Everywhere I go now, people are laughing at me. Why?" So I had to say sorry. <laughs> okay, now uh, moving on. I'll come to a couple of letters later. But thank you all, dear scientists, who I named for writing in. You'll be hearing from us soon again, and we'll have this entire this thing ready. Now GDP figures. Um, who wants to start with that? I just have one quick thing to say you know I Madhu has just released the last podcast in let's talk about on post truth it's a really good one I highly recommend you listen to it and because temporarily our paywall is down all you mufat course can also access it before the paywall goes up <laughs> as soon as we fix our iOS uh, podcast player but you know I don't really have a position on are these figures believable or not believable because i've read uh, mihir's piece in bloomberg i've read vivek's piece mm. and vivek, uh, vivek is someone who i really respect he's done a point by point rebut on how yeah, right. if we were to believe these figures 10.1 has been the growth 10.1% has been the growth in consumer uh, spending private consumption you know private there are three three pieces and, no, that but uh, what i'm saying is that have we reached a stage where no one believes anything telegraph has put up a piece today i don't know whether you've read it the links are below which kind of point by point takes down that how the government is just fudged figures to show that you know growth rate we've outstripped china please understand these are estimates and they yeah. will be revised downwards exactly so this is a sentiment booster right. it is very clearly a sentiment booster 
Although, if you look at empirical evidence from earnings between uh, October and December, 43 companies actually beat their earnings hmm. despite demonetization. And the majority of those 43 companies were in the consumption space. So you're saying it's possible? It is possible. I don't agree with 7%. Right. I think it would be closer to 6.5%. But the numbers shockingly were very good. See, you can't fudge that part of it. You can fudge CSO, you can fudge, mm. right? It's been done in the past as well. And these are estimates which will be, whenever the next quarter um, yeah, they'll uh, be revised. numbers that, will be uh, That point has also out. been made. Yeah, but so these Sunday, numbers will be revised. What consumer uh, uh, companies such as Airtel, Domino's, they've all reported losses during no, 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 the uh, no, no. demonetization. Well, you're just looking at Airtel and Jubilant. There are a vast yeah. swath of companies in, in India. Yeah? And if you look at... Okay, you so look at, who are the ones that made money during Britannia that time? Britannia made money. Uh, surprisingly, despite uh, input costs Although rising, Maruti made money. They did not increase revenue; increased by three percent, but, but, but profit increased yeah, by twelve, exactly. which goes on to show that richer people bought bigger vehicles, so there was a bigger margin in that. So demonetization didn't affect big spenders, you know. No, no, it is. It is just look at companies. I'll give you a whole host of names: EID Parry, Parry Sugar. There are a whole host of small, mid-cap, large-cap companies. All of them. As a rule, there are exceptions, of course, Airtel, but Airtel's problems are partly because of Geo. It's not because of, it's not because of Airtel. But, no. but all... But <laughs> what are Domino's problems? Domino Pizza? Has, Domino has its own problems. No, but, no, but, Ajay Cole quit. No, but of know, course, no. You're following. No, but I'm, I'm not following it. All, all I heard was that people who used to order by phone for and have cash at home, huh, fact, that went down fact, for fact, all fact. the cash but on delivery. Consumption, consumption stocks, consumption-led companies all did very well, barring a handful. Well, not all. I think the, we'll have to wait for the data to come in, but I know for a fact no, no, that... Data a is out, of, but yeah, Sandeep, the, the one the, month during the demonetization, all the shops were empty, the malls yeah, yeah. were empty, uh -huh, everything uh -huh. was empty. So how can that? How can they have done all right? Please, please understand. Data for companies comes every quarter. Okay? And this is data which you have to accept because this is data on the basis of which people put money People put money into equity. So this is recorded by the two stock exchanges. It is recorded yeah, yeah. by SEBI. It is recorded I, by I everybody. That, that cannot be revised. The, the point I'm making it is, is cast in stone. The point I'm making is the data you're talking about is only what is listed. What I'm saying is the economy uh -huh, is a lot... Is a there lot is bigger an than the listed. There is yeah. an unorganized no, sector. I'm not just one unorganized. There I'm is talking, an informal sector. I'm, there is I'm, that informal the, sector took a huge beating. Yeah, so yeah. there is, what I'm of saying course, is there are wheels course. and there are wheels and there but, are wheels. So, but the numbers actually, actually, even after revision, you'll be surprised. We'll have to wait and see. Anand, I don't think I don't think the wheels have come off the bus as people. People thought that you'll have a two percentage point erosion. Nothing of that sort will happen. Two I, percentage Shanti, point. Do you think that the Modi government has accomplished what it set out to do in terms of black money and corruption. Oh, so and it'll take declaring me half an hour to give you Gyan on that. Yeah. <laughs> and tax evasions. Uh, uh, you want to start now? Or <laughs> my time starts now? I'll, Your time I'll... starts now. You have 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds won't do it. <laughs> okay, but one I can, minute. I can tell you that their math went completely wrong. That is clear. They, they worked on the premise that there would be a differential between the money deposited back and the money... They uh, underestimated the Indian Jugaad. No, they got it completely wrong. Because they underestimated please, please, how, many, how much people would... Yeah, people... Winning. See, please understand how it works. In Delhi, you're part of the Delhi set. 
इन डेली मेरे पास पांच करोड़ है उसको उसको बदलना है तो देर इज अट ऑफ बॉम्बास्ट ऑल्सो अबाउट ब्लैक मनी अरे मेरा पांच करोड़ है वो फंस गया है वो कैश में है उसका मैं क्या करूंगा ना वॉट हैपन The government thought that it will roll out a universal basic income scheme, and this will be the big ticket stop that it will give to the poor. They thought that they'll have at least two hundred thousand or three hundred between two hundred thousand and three hundred thousand, which is two lakh crore or three lakh crore, which they would be able to use for various. The cash purposes. that would not come in. The cash that would not come back. They got it <laughs> completely wrong because okay, even man. today we are now what on the second yeah it's the second of March. Neither the RBI nor the finance ministry has been able to give you the correct picture because the real picture is that more money has come in than has come in. Anand, you were saying quickly we have to go to the next subject after this. Yeah, I mean, you know the, the <laughs> so they've got it <laughs> completely wrong. Yeah, I mean two points I like to make. One is that on the GDP figures. uh three articles i would recommend one would be mihir's the other would be vivek calls uh. and the third would be a mint article i forget the author and uh, it's, it's a very nice article what it says is that let's not completely uh, uh, go overboard in doubting the government figures because the timing of the demonetization announcement was actually made after diwali the festival, the festival season right and all after the purchases were made all the purchases were made and that october month Absolutely. is included in this quarter Correct. right that's point number 1 point number 2 it makes is that after that the government injected a lot of money okay that lot of liquidity in so these two points that the mint article says and of course uh, vivek's point of you know the private consumption being 10% how could that be so these three articles right but uh, what i would like uh, sandeep to answer is this question when he says that there would be only 0.5% decrease in the gdp of quarter when the re- revision comes and at the same time sandeep you say that there's Uh, uh the the huge hit was taken by the unorganized sector yeah. now the what is the proportion of the gdp of the unorganized sector see uh, services is, is the dominant right uh, force yeah. as far as gdp is concerned everything is uh everything's changed completely uh, agri move towards yeah yeah, yeah agri and industry is agri hardly is gone, 34 yeah. 36% and the rest yeah. is all services yeah. So you when can, it takes a huge hit, as you say, how see, can we point out? See, the informal sector and the unorganized sector is the sector that essentially forms the export backbone. Mm-hmm. So whether it is German jewelry, whether it is handicrafts, these are the people that who got it in the neck. And you will find when the export numbers come out for that quarter. there would be a severe dent as far as exports i know there was concerned. a ground report i think quint did they had they sent reporters to banaras no, and and they they have like yeah, they yeah. just abandoned they were villages you know, abandoned one of the one of the best things that has happened is that finally after years reverse migration took place in this country see there is this relentless migration from rural india to urban agglomerates across this country right uh, some of the bigger cities are of course i mean creaking the civic communities are falling apart infrastructure is falling apart that includes delhi i have seen it happen in bombay, bombay. Uh, and bangalore is another example this is the first time that construction labor for want of work went back saying ki at least mera wahan gehu hai mera chawal hai mera dal hai main khana to kha sakta hu gem and jewelry and various other sectors you Surat saw you yeah. saw a massive reverse migration taking place so for the first time in probably 25 years ever since the reforms process was initiated you actually yeah. saw reverse migration take place now the key is does that 
does that floating labor return it will and and you will find that the recovery will be startling it will be wishes okay i actually i just wanted to take off from here and ask you what you think about uh you know a lot of newspapers claiming that demonetization has hit them a lot because of which there have been layoffs is there considering there's been no okay. i mean considering that there's really been no impact on growth I'll or consumption that. i think a lot of newspapers Uses or rather newspaper promoters use perceived downturns to do what they want hmm. this perceived downturn has been used by newspaper owners there hasn't been an impact uh, well say. for if you if you now go into specifics if you look at avik sarkar for instance you can't take on the state and the center and then hope to survive hmm. so if you say to ads chahiye na ha matlab the center chahiye mamta di if the tap <laughs> is switched off you can't open two fronts hmm. i mean i'm being plain here uh, you can't open two fronts so Uh, Mamta Banerjee is not going to give you any advertising. DAVP in Delhi is not going to give you advertising. On this, so, at this time, I just like to plug News Laundry, which is <laughs> why we don't count on advertising. We only count on you so, people. So, so how do you survive? Uh, through subscribers, through subscribers, you no, survive. No, no, no. I'm talking about print. So these guys, these guys have to, these guys have to keep afloat. So I guess he. So all these layoffs, layoffs that are happening on the back of demonetization is just perception that is. Perceived downturn. Then you know the. the old saying where perception and reality converge that But is Sandeep, the only reality 700 people laid off okay in i have a question to be fair, uh, in case of telegraph you are missing the hindustan times yeah because hindustan the hindustan times, times 23% profit at the same it time it has shut six editions kolkata six yeah. editions acha i have a question for the ladies now sorry you were saying something before i no i was just going to say that as far as the 700 odds that were reported for uh, anandabazar putrika group they've been they've been overstaffed and it's been a problem for years so it was it was not so demonetized they used this as a and they didn't even say it was it was demonetization let's but you know what i find timing, timing. but what you i find question the timing what i find Indeed. fascinating is that i see digital properties i don't want to name them and honestly i mean although i'm happy naming but i, I don't want it to seem like i'm getting personal or anything but mm. the amount of properties i've seen that are getting government ads and still want to be considered and they are not some big ass properties they want to be considered that people should look at us as integrity filled news you know sources what gets me is that are people so idiotic that they will still say ha theek hai just because they are towing your line because like the way the upa used to flood as are one of my favorite spoofs that we didn't use laundry was what was that song uh, that पापा पापा ये फ्लावर किसने बनाए हमने बेटा टैक्स देके इट वाज लाइक द मोस्ट भद्दा एड एंड दिस एंड देयर सोनिया एंड मनमोहन मग शॉट वुड कम मतलब इट वाज कि चूतियों की बारात को अगर चूतिया बनाना है तो ये ऐड दिखा दो कि खुश हो जाएंगे लिसन इट्स बीन अ लॉन्ग टाइम इनटू दिस पॉडकास्ट आई एम सॉरी आई डोंट यूज एनी बैड लैंग्वेज इनफैक्ट देयर इज अ लेटर ऑन दैट टू टू लेटर्स आई विल रीड दोस हां बट एनीवे सो आई थिंक दिस होल एडवर्टाइजिंग गेम अबाउट टाइम इट गोस आई रीड अ पीस व्हिच सेज द again the economist digital strategy head says in 3 to 5 years any property that is depending on digital advertising is going to fold up mm. so i'm waiting for that okay madhu uh, you know i want to ask you also have and sandeep uh, i don't know if you've read this piece i want your comments on this also it's a piece in the l magazine what we lose when we give awards to men like kc affleck how do you mm. pronounce his name casey 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 affleck casey affleck have you read this piece mm-hmm. 
Madhu, have you read this piece? No. Just okay. go through it. Just Manisha, no, have you read no, it? No, I've read, seen the headline. Basically, <laughs> uh, Sandeep? No, no. Okay. I, I don't read Elle magazine. Yeah. No, but I is, do know the story know the that he was accused of. Yeah, I know yeah, the background. He, he's been basically been accused of, uh, you know, uh, being... Uh, sexual ec- abuse. Well, I, I, I don't know if it's sexual abuse, but yeah, assaulting sexual in a sense. Harassment. Sexual harassment yeah. to his female basically colleagues while shooting a film. in 2010, he was uh, shooting a documentary, mockumentary with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And at the time... There were two women on his crew that he sexually harassed uh, to the extent of stepping into st- uh, stepping into bed with one of them while she was asleep, uh, locking up one of them in a room with him. They what? filed charges against him at first, uh, him and Joaquin Phoenix, and it was settled out of court. And so he won the Best Actor Award for uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Now, uh, and this article argues why when we give awards to people like him, you know what we lose. Uh, I yeah, but Hollywood has a history of doing this, no? Yes. No, uh, my they'll, they'll suddenly, f- you know, uh, what's Polanski? that guy? No, no, forget Polanski. I'm just Polanski? looking at actors. Brando, uh, Marlon Brando. Bertolucci's uh, film, Tango, Tango, Tango in Paris. Um, I'm saying they have a habit of picking losers. The wrestler, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Okay, Mickey Rourke, one. Robert Downey Jr., two. Birdman, Michael Keaton, three. What did Michael Keaton do? No, no, no. They these guys have gone into obscurity. Okay. No, no. The point here is different. No, here you're making a different point. But Hollywood has, or rather, the academy. No, the point is not that. Not the what the what criteria they're using to choose. The point in this article is that there are men who have made these kind of errors or mistakes or uh, have been uh, accused of and have or have actually actually done all these things. Shouldn't be honored. And so there are people with that history, such as Polanski and even in our own world, Bollywood or whatever, people have been accused of all kinds of things. Should, the question here is, that should they be, should they be awarded? So this, one second, let me finish my sentence. Should they be awarded for that particular talent of that film? Or should we keep in mind the background of what they have it's been accused issue. of or guilty? It's a moral issue. Do you have a position issue. on that, DJ? Let's go with DJ first, then Manisha, it's please. It's a moral issue. Uh, this year's Oscars was interesting from that point of view because one, Casey Affleck got that kind of exoneration in a sense because uh, nobody raised this point at all. That there were any cases against him was something that within the fraternity, you know, all the jokes that the hosts make and stuff, no reference whatsoever. Like yeah. they did with Mel Gibson. Like they, they did with mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. Another gentleman who Akhi, does... I, yeah, I hadn't even heard of the fact that they... There was a case against Mel Gibson. Yeah, no, no, no. Casey uh, Affleck. Casey yeah, no it, it was very underplayed, uh, as it were. Not so much underplayed. Pl- um, very popular platforms like Daily Beast and I think maybe BuzzFeed stuff. But there were people who talked about it. It was just something that came up again and again and was then dismissed. Mel Gibson at least ended up getting a couple of jibes thrown at him for his uh, anti-Semitic rant, his uh, anti-black rant, his anti-women activities. His gender He's just generally a bit of a cad, as it were. Um, when you <laughs> nominate him as best director, when you nominate his film as best film, of course you are saying that, Acha Baba, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're all right with you doing all of this. Mm-hmm. Now, I think... Um, there is so you think s- they should not be given awards? No, here's like the thing. You. I'm very conflicted about this. I mean, we've argued and this out in the office before. One of the things, though, I do think is that a director getting to put across their worldview, especially when it contains stuff like misogyny, racism, any kind of uh, prejudice-laden-ism, let's put it that way, um, I think that becomes very dangerous. 
because when they have control over what message is going to be put forward by a work of art, there is a possibility of that transmitting. But that doesn't mean that the work of art is any less good or any less so powerful. It, it should still be awarded if it... So I'm you, very conflicted mm. about this, but I think that when a work is powerful, when a work is good, it will stand on its own two feet, irrespective of who made it. Like the personality and the work of that person, I hope will not Manisha, color it. But I, I'm very conflicted. So you don't agree with this LP, Personally, basically? I, if I was there as a jury member, I would not have had either one of these films there. For what reason? Because I have, uh, I'm, I don't support the people who have made it. And so consequently, I feel that when they are being given the prizes rather than their films, then I'm saying that you, it's okay for you to do that and then step so up So then you're not stage. conflicted. You do think they shouldn't be given the prize. In this particular case. But see, there are certain cases. Like if you ask me about Woody Allen and Annie Hall, I'm in a completely different point of view entirely because Annie Hall is a great film and Woody Allen, what, what allegations he has against him, I can't reconcile those two. But I will not tell anybody that you shouldn't watch Annie Hall. It's a great film. Anisha? Are the allegations proven against this guy? It was an out-of-court settlement. So there wasn't a question of proving it because he settled it out settled. of court. But it was also a lot of reports from the children themselves. But for the purpose, no, no, Woody Allen. The, for the oh, purpose yeah, of this discussion, no, let's assume it's true. Let's no, assume. I'm not for they should uh, make awarding them or recognizing their work. Because of this aspect? Yeah. Okay. If you have, if there are allegations of rape proven uh, against you, I don't think you should be getting an award okay. for whatever great work you do. Anand? I think there has to be shaming irrespective of whatever work you do. Forever? The sh forever? The shaming, yeah, the shaming takes place. I mean, look at Mel Gibson's best example. Yeah. Ten years, they just kicked him out. Yeah. Hmm. Anand? I have, a, yeah, I, have, I have a slightly different view on this. And I think I, I completely agree with everyone here who says that it's a moral it's a moral dilemma, it's probably a moral question because I'll give you some examples and it's not that it's just in the field of arts. Um, let's begin with arts, for example. I mean, we know that Naipaul was a wife beater. Mm -hmm. Now, would you stop reading Naipaul just yes, because... I right? just would stop anyway. Now, for example... <laughs> because of his rudeness but to Madhu, people. would you... Uh, uh, do you read Gunther Grass? The I have ring? read him, yes. Right? I but know, that came out, he was anti-Semitic. He, yes. he was SS. He was in yeah. the SS. So God knows how many Jews he killed. So th the, this is a difficult question. Uh, but as Sandeep says, if a person has suffered for the act and he's been punished for it, I find nothing wrong in that person being... Uh, you know, given an award that is deserving. In the field of science, for Rehabilitated, example. Rehabilitated, she said, is the role of the eye. Well, I mean, for... Uh, okay. with Mel, with, Mel Gibson Polanski, actually rehabilitated. With Polanski, I differ because uh. the guy has not punished... You know, he's not actually received punishment for what he did, technically. Okay? Well, he's so, been banished well, he's from he's America. He's been banished from the US. Yeah, yeah. but it's... it's so a, banishment is not for punishment years. for rape, right? Banishment is not that, there is a proper <laughs> legal punishment for rape. Yeah. Right. And he's not suffered it. In the case of science, for example, I, I forget the name starts with S, maybe Shail... Sh sh uh, <laughs> scientist, <laughs> scientist Sekri. The, the discoverer of the integrated circuit, I think he won a Nobel Prize. He was yeah. actually for eugenics and he was an extremely racist guy. Starts with an S, I forget. Mm. He was voted uh, the top 20 scientists of the millennium. Okay. Now, would you say that, well, this guy is, you know, uh, exceedingly racist, stop using computers, right? Difficult so, right. where does it end? Where does it stop? So well, also, in, this is not a jury, you know. Mm. This is the academy. Yeah. So, everybody involved in the motion picture industry is a taking a call on this. To he be has fair, a vote. Uh, to be fair, it's not everybody. It's mostly 
it's, it's just about everybody. I no, think. no, no. In terms of the voting rights, it's uh, it's not everybody. How many people? Um, I've forgotten the exact numbers. But I'm it's sorry. It's a very large number. It it's not, a, it's not a, like a jury. Yeah. But it's also that of the number of people who are in the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, the number who actually end up voting is, is very, not, very small. Turnout low. Hai, no, no, you, can, you can check. You can do a Google Yeah, yeah check, every yeah. year. It's a before, large number. Every year before the Oscars, there's a set of uh, articles that will come out of people who are among the voters. There is an enormously uh, sort of lopsided um, membership problem as well, which is also something that has been written about. White not enough problem, women, basically. not enough uh, non-white Diversity people. Diversity is a problem. Diversity is a massive issue. Out of that, there are certain people who have more influence and therefore end up getting garnering right. votes towards their direction. So this comes out every year before the Oscars. There's nothing new about that. But um, it it is very complicated. A work of art, a work of science, anything. The work, if it stands on its own, will perhaps... Madhu, you haven't given us person. your position on this, please. Your call, last call now, yours. On uh, Casey Affleck himself. Well, this one in specific and what, if you were to project this in life generally, should what I they do... To me, it, it boils down to uh, an individual personally that if that person has been contrite, has sort of paid his dues and is not just giving lip service, which I think Mel, Mel Gibson is. Um, you know, in some sense, there should be some forgiveness in society also because people do make mistakes. You do learn and then you move on and you, you know, sort of... But if there are people who are just brazen and blatant and just carry on as if uh, they did nothing wrong or continue to lie, I think there's a problem there. So I okay. think definitely it's it depends on each person because if a case is settled out of court, I don't think he seemed to be very contrite about anything. It it was just something that was hushed up. So I am a bit uncomfortable about that. It, it is a, as, I mean, it's more, but, but I do know, also think that it. I'm definitely to be seen uncomfortable with Polanski's uh, behavior also. But I've generally stuck to this thing: read the writing, not the writer. Mm. Otherwise, know, you know, you just times. stop. Uh, yeah, because very early in the game, I, I think I was uh, 18 years old when I first met Dom Moraes, mm. and that was the biggest shock to me, and the, and a learning experience that has repeated itself many times when I realized that the poetry might be beautiful, the writing might be beautiful, but the man can be really, really stupid or mean or cruel or shitty. And I saw that first time when I was 18 years old with Dom Morris. Okay, And now, then repeatedly after, as we see so many writers and okay. and uh, artists. And Sorry, whatever. you're looking at your watch. Uh, do you no, have to no, go, no, Sandeep? I'm on my phone. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm quickly going to read a mail. We forgot to read any mails. Uh, and then we'll just come back to two more issues that we have to discuss. This mail is from Ashwin. Ashwin says... Dear Abhinan, first of congratulations on producing, presenting an extremely enlightening podcast about Kashmir. There are many things that I was not aware of and your podcast put the nuance into the subject very nicely. I would have loved it if it had been even longer, but will take. But I will take this. I'm still left wondering why the Indian state has been a dick in not giving to Kashmir what was originally said on the agreement. Why did it have to go about undermining the spirit, maybe the other letter of the agreement and indulgence skullduggery. What is it? kapat. An indulgence skull duggery it has indulged in. It was arrogant, hubris, or something else, but anyways, kudos for the podcast. Now for the more serious topic of your cuss words. I heard with alarm in the latest podcast that you promised some subscriber that you were going to refrain from using them. So if you remove your cussing, then you will lose me as a subscriber. Oh, ulta. <laughs> we have this got has become <laughs> a very serious <laughs> issue. Skull to take a poll on it. <laughs> no, so not 
<laughs> no, but on a serious note, I see this phenomenon only among Indians. And the phenomenon is that if you don't like something, we will ban it, destroy it, censor it. That is ob- absolutely incongruous with how Sanskari folks are supposed to behave. Hmm. Ian Chappell put it quite well. If you do not like it, turn off your television. You have a remote. Since you may not know who Chappell is, <laughs> he is a former Australian cricket captain and a <laughs> really? well-regarded television commentator. Who used cuss words all his and, and We may not know prim- the, the Australian prime is, ministers, but we will know Australian the, the, the cricket. The joke is that I, I'm not interested in cricket, so I keep okay. saying that so our uh. writers... Because I consider it not a sport. Uh... Yes, I know Sandeep. You can't get longer. (laughs) (laughs) Sandeep just punched me. I'll just tell you. I don't consider golf a sport. So he used to play the game slash sport of cricket. Indians don't seem to want to exercise their remote control, but will not think about twice telling others what they should do. So I would have loved it had you told your listener to fuck off if he does not like you cussing. Look, I really appreciate your support, Ashwin, but no, I will not say that because I just go that far. Uh, because, you know, when the public <laughs> plays, the public is served <laughs> and the public is not told to fuck off. <laughs> so please, I request you to put up with my shit because sometimes I have a potty mouth. But I don't mean it badly. So I apologize, but it slips out and I'd like to be myself. Ashwin, I will be myself, but I will try to refrain a little bit. I think I can do that much. Uh he says he wants a sanitized version and hence all others should also consume his sanitized version. That is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know if you're generally pandering to him by promising him to refrain from cussing, but your feeble attempt fell flat in the next five minutes when the fucker came out of your mouth. Anyway, so thank you, Ashwin. Uh, uh, that's that's Ashwin's point. And there's one more mail that has told me that if I but stop on this, cussing... On this subject, I want to ask Sandeep, you know, you, you're a writer. Uh, have you ever used cuss words in your no, no, columns? Copy. Never. Any reason? I went to, I went is it because you don't get, you don't actually see? He has kids words? now. Yeah, you got no, no, no. I went to a school called Columbus, mm-hmm. where from a very early age, it was deeply, <laughs> deeply ingrained. Blasphemous. Yeah, yeah. It was deeply ingrained. No, no. It was deeply ingrained in you to abuse. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, oh. Both, both in in both languages. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as the uh, as far as my writing is concerned, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But in office, yes, very much. (laughs) I think I have used it in my writing, in news laundry. You have, I've I've read it. Mm. I think, yeah. Newspapers to have a code, then you can't like... No, you do the XXX asterisks or whatever. Uh, Now, I have one question. Um, But uh, Mr. Shauri famously uh, in the the Devilal story, if you remember, uh, in one of those large pieces that he used to write, huh. he wrote MC. Really? Because, yeah, yeah, because he called up Devi Lal's office. The, the whole thing is... Achha, and Devi Lal's guy said, haan, whatever, haan, mother, so, whatever. So he... Oh, okay. How coy. <laughs> okay. I like that, mother, whatever. <laughs> Saying that to Arun Shoy is like talking to the Pope like that. Come on. <laughs> okay, uh, I read this piece in the Indian Express. There was a victim, uh, Radhu Nana Palya, 16 years old, some reports say 16, some say 14, was stabbed to death on December 5 last year. And the two guys who stabbed him are minors, 16-year-old and 17-year-old. They have been given life. Uh, When they asked their lawyer, because they couldn't comprehend what happened. She's like, I didn't have the heart to tell them that you're in for life. I said, I didn't And I read this piece. Now, they stabbed a 16-year-old kid or 15-year-old kid. And I understand it's a horrible thing to do. I just wasn't sure whether putting a 16-year-old in for life is justice. I mean, maybe I'm being too 
you know, because we have a soft heart here. I don't mean to be flippant, but I don't know. Let me start with you, Madhu, and then Sandeep Wayne. Do you think it's too much? Because this is under the new juvenile law, right? And I think this is also because of what the juvenile did in that uh, case yeah, of yeah, Jyoti yeah, Singh. Okay. Uh, I it is so disgusting that you'd want to like bash that guy's face, and I understand that because when you describe it, but when that law is projected, uh, and when you read the case, I mean, they're not obviously not nice guys, but extreme poverty for 500 bucks these two guys stab this guy and life 16 just picture yourself as 16 you think it's okay or are you uncomfortable with this see i think um it boils down to just one thing that of course uh, anyone with a larger view of life would i would imagine would say that they should be given rehabilitation counseling and this and that if we had th- that kind of infrastructure in our country which we don't so when they are put into say not put in for life and they're put into what they say in america they would even put in in a in a in a home in a correctional home uh, and then get given counseling or whatever i would think it would possibly work but we don't have that system we, our correctional homes or whatever are worse than jails so it's almost like training them to do worse things and then also looking at it in the last 5 years uh, uh, people who have been let off uh on uh, sexual molestation rape have gone back and done it again and again and again right so i think that um we can have soft hearts for these two but we have to keep our ha- hearts hardened thinking of the victim and the potential victims that would happen if we don't straighten these people out sandeep your view life because life. i mean look at that nirbhaya case right. of the five i think one was a juvenile one was a juvenile and he was the from, most barbaric of the yeah, lot yeah absolutely no, that isn't that's contested like really? it's not i mean no, there no, were no, there were reports that came out but then there were reports that the delhi police planted this uh, when you read it respected but the point I mean, is the fact of him being barbaric is still it's the most of all of them yeah, is so well, the degree doesn't matter he was yeah. there part of it yeah. so whether he was the most much. or the least it doesn't matter he was a part of it yeah. but do you think and that kind and, of barbarism nobody has even heard of no and i believe that in seen. jail he was completely unrepentant yeah oh, most of them were actually no he was completely unrepentant but that came out in that film no they no, didn't no, they him the film they didn't interview the juvenile no 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 uh, the dj of you I I I'm with you I'm not sure about life but but the thing is that we don't have correctional facilities mm. and unfortunately but I don't think that sending people to life is a way that we're improving the situation there are, the repeat offenses happen because we don't change the circumstances to which they return um we need to think about what we're doing with the youth in this country from the education systems to the facilities that are afforded to them we really need to think about this i mean we don't uh, we don't give them a good chance and in this case so it's a heinous crime and it heinous crimes make you think about these outlier situations as though those are normal those are not normal and when the law gets that harsh then it's not just the out- outlier that's affected it's a regular offender that gets affected deepa mehta's film anatomy of violence is basically about this about what kind although we condemn people who men who have raped somebody like nirbhaya uh, jyoti singh uh, the point is that we are all responsible in the sense that it is our society that creates men like this and we have done nothing to correct to put correcting mechanisms in the society ha huh. what is your view no, manisha no also you Sorry. wanted the juvenile law changed no you got it 
So now why are you complaining? Me personally? No, not you. I'm saying. Okay. So just check. Big hue and cry. The juvenile law, juvenile law. That changed. So now what are you crying? What is your view? Yeah, I am not for an out-and-out punitive uh, system of justice. I do believe that there has to be a more reformist approach. The fact that we don't have correctional homes, I mean, you can't just say we don't have it, so, well, the next best thing is to put these guys in jail. I think there has to be a focus on reform, especially for people under 18, because there is, there was a lot of wisdom into why people, uh, you know you allowed that kind of slack to uh, criminals under 18 because when a child a 15 year old when a 16 year old a teenager commits crime it is a society that also fails that child so you have to keep that in mind i don't think one nirbhaya case should have been i am not for the changes that happened in the juvenile uh, justice uh, act just act because one case there's a lot of wisdom that's gone into reasoning or why we want to treat children under 18 a certain way one case cannot reverse you know that the thought that went into making sure that okay people under a certain age need reform more than pure punishment sure okay anand well, well, and i the, do the, think the, that when you go to our jails you just come out more hardened yeah kalia so i'm not for are we, we were kids we were in school uh, some of you probably weren't around uh, do you remember ranga billa yeah yeah yes. so it there was no television right It was the most horrific thing that ever happened. You heard of Ranga Billa forever, yeah. Yeah. But what happened then? It shook the consciousness of. But there was no television, no. And there was the the old Times of India and the Hindustan Times. That's it. Anand. Yeah, I think this is uh, <clears throat> this is again one of those questions that all societies have been uh, trying to answer. And I think it's more uh, the answer should come more from scientists and psychologists. Uh, that where do you draw the line who is a juvenile and who isn't i think the right. barbarity of the crime of a juvenile for example if a 16 year old does it you can argue that a 9 year old could also uh, you know do a crime which is probably more barbaric so would you actually bring the line further down in fact there was a famous case in uh, in the uk that actually really uh, shook the conscience of the nation where uh, two young kids maybe 7 or 9 in liverpool they actually took a toddler Two-year-old, three-year-old toddler from a mall, and uh, you know, kind of hacked him yeah. on a. Uh, on the, a I it saw it. Horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. And they and were like kids. It, they were like six. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you know, if once you answer this question, where do you draw the line? Uh, you know, I don't think the society. Well, of course, you can discuss it, but I think it doesn't serve any purpose because then it's ad infinitum. You keep on discussing that. You know, no, it should be eighteen. It should be nineteen. But I would like to ask Manisha one question when she says society is responsible for that. I kind of disagree with that on two counts, which is that you know you have more ra- rape cases per sorry to use the statistic per capita uh, in Sweden than you have it in India. Maybe reporting is a problem, but in America where you have a you know progressive societies, you still see a lot of so it's not that American society has failed or society has failed, but where do you stand on death penalty? Are you for or against it? I'm against it. You are against it, but for example, someone like Kasab. How do you think society has failed? <laughs> exactly. No, but okay, no, but look at where he. But are you against death penalty for Kasab? Or for Yakub Mehman? I am. Yeah. You're either for death penalty yeah, or against. I'm you can't yeah. say I'm for death penalty but not against. You can't be selective. If you're against death penalty, you're against death penalty. Doesn't matter. What I mean is, when society fails, I'm not saying that all the neighbors have come together and you know this is the. Re- but I'm saying circumstances, structural poverty, where you're coming from, a 16-year-old kid who stabbed someone. What are the circumstances of that person's life? 
you look at how you look at urban crime yeah you look at the places where these people stay it is impossible to believe that something good can come but out of it but if you there. go by data anand uh, the scandinavian countries not just scandinavian european countries including germany that have banned death penalty their crime rates are lower so i yeah. also I mean, when you look at kasab's case there is an angle of extreme poverty where, where he comes from how that was used to brainwash him so i i don't think is that exactly simple exactly if you look at the 911 attackers they were all engineered exactly. they were yeah. not at all yeah yeah so it's not uniform but, but that's what i'm saying this really is not just a case you should read it's in this book called the world's greatest serial killers he was german and uh, basically the character in that hannibal lecter film was yeah. based on two or three people it was mm. a mixture of mm. this guy who used to make a belt of women he killed with their lips so it was a like mm. belt made of lips and stuff mm-hmm. his uh, the uh, thing that he used to draw his curtains with was made of nipples oh and God. you know that entire thread yeah so this can german you, can guy can you just give cuss words instead <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll i'll resort to cuss no the point i was making was this german guy he committed his first murder when he was 6 he bashed a 6 month old baby to death Oh then he uh, was sent to a home he came out at 13 or 12 he committed a second murder then basically he finally died at 76 after living 50 years of his life in solitary confinement and each time he came from a judge he said kill me i do not want to live he t- attempted suicide twice in prison but they said we do not kill hmm. we do not have the death penalty and i think so most progressive societies and, don't and he said that I will do it again. I'm telling you, you let me go, I will kill again. I have to kill. Now what I'm saying is matlab wo 6 saal ki umar se defective piece tha boss. Ab kya kar sakte uska? Ab I think it's fanta- I mean it's fascinating you read that guy's story. Can you imagine living 50 years of your life of 76 in solitary confinement? But the state will not let you die because we do not kill people. I think it's fascinating cases like this. So hmm. being against the death penalty I think is I can see where it's coming from. I don't have a position on it, by the way, but just. Well, I have. I think in the cases of terrorism, where there's a real danger of the state actually uh, making, uh, you know, having de- ransom demands, hijacking to get Kasab away, so Kasab ends up killing 200 more people or whatever. I think it's a serious case of using death penalty. Uh, other than that, I'm against it. Okay. Um, you've you've said. Oh yeah, you you've already said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm very clear. Now, uh, quickly, uh, please. Anand, tell us about the Supreme Court's uh, order about yeah, so this woman. Please tell the people what it is, and then give us your view. Right. So, Anand. so th- this is the Supreme Court has decided, and um, uh, <coughs> the case again, uh, case uh, before it was uh, by a woman who was 26 uh, weeks pregnant with uh, a baby who suffered from Down syndrome, and she wanted. the baby to be fetus sorry to so be aborted so you can tell a child has down syndrome when it's still yes, fetus yes there are tests there much are tests earlier. you can tell much much earlier in fact yeah that's one of of course you're able to tell you know before 8 to weeks yeah before 8 weeks also you can tell and it's in the blood uh, you know you can actually the the chromosomes the dna of the fetus is actually floating around in the mother's blood so you can detect you know so the non invasive techniques to find out if the fetus is suffering from down syndrome or trisomy or any other genetic diseases Uh, by the way down syndrome is non hereditary so it's not that if the mother has it the baby would have it mm-hmm. and likewise if the down syndrome baby produces a child uh, chances are that the child would not have the down syndrome so the supreme court said that uh, uh, no and i think it was a good decision because 26 weeks is too late and secondly i um, 
this was one of the most difficult pieces if i can say unabashedly recommend a piece in fact that's one of my recommendations this week i wrote a piece on exactly this about the moral i called it the moral morality syndrome uh because somebody asked richard dawkins i think a mother asked if that if i have a I have a down syndrome fetus what should i do and uh, da, richard dawkins said it would be immoral to give birth to it abort it and you disagreed so i disagreed and uh, it was a very difficult piece to write because i was in dilemma uh what should i do and also i based uh, a lot of that piece on the current progress of the science uh what science is doing to tackle this and i am absolutely sure that in the next 5 to 10 years you can actually cure down syndrome so you so the analogy that i drew why do tokens uh, say that uh, she she should abort is it because uh, it's difficult for the child when the child comes out with ds it has a disability according to doctors so you think there's a great uh, and why, why are you why are you uh, uh, making the child suffer that was dokin it's immoral immoral yes, but, but, but dokins has another problem because he is for positive eugenics which is abhorrent you know which what is, is what? what is that which is that you know uh, you can you should make designer babies who would run faster oh would, my recommendation is uh, based on is that, that that's this week disgusting. by the way but, i mean that's dokins so i don't know what the hell china may be very close to doing that by the way yeah, well, we do it in thailand yeah. now bangkok. in this case Indian why did they going to bangkok Why did they wait this? for twenty six yeah. weeks? So a that was obviously probably wrong. ignorance in that in ignorance, this particular case. Yeah, ignorance. Maybe they got the. But you are endangering the life of the mother and the exactly. child. Exactly. Twenty six weeks. So twenty six weeks, you, weeks you cannot do you an cannot. abortion. It's too late. Yeah. Exactly. So what did the Supreme Court say? Is it too late or that is not a reason? So, Had it been earlier, would they have allowed it? What what? Yeah. What so actually, yeah. In fact, the the lawyer uh, for the woman says that in all other countries. if you detect a baby with a down syndrome hmm. you abort it you are allowed to abort it hmm. um supreme court disagreed says even though i we sympathize with the mother but a case of a fetus having a down syndrome is not a cause for abortion Oh. No, but it's a very difficult decision weeks. because no, they they had both the reasons. No, so if the mother, if the mother or the, if the parents have this attitude towards a Down syndrome baby and they want to abort it and they are forced to then have it, I worry about the child more that's than anything it, else. Worse, that yeah. How are they going to treat this baby who needs extra help? And Down syndrome babies are doing so well now yes. mm. um, with the kind of new therapies that are happening and they're functioning amazingly and there is so much on the you net see, and the why this was such a moral dilemma but was that but will these people will are, these parents yeah. give the support that is required because a down sure syndrome will. child once, can now really blossom but madhu once the baby comes out and the mother yeah i mean it's a different it's difficult for me to answer but i would say yes you, DJ, know, you had a view on this um actually i was trying to check because as far as i remember uh the Med- mtp act actually says that down syndrome is one of the reasons why you can abort a fetus i mean obviously not up to 26 weeks but it's one of the reasons that allow you to abort a fetus so then it's so probably just how late it was it's the lateness i don't think the down syndrome yeah. is really the point um i'm personally all for the person who is pregnant being able to decide whether they want a child or not we had this we had this we had that's but it but if chat. i can just add 30 yeah. second i'll just take 30 second because i i do recommend please read that piece morality syndrome but uh, you know and that was written 3 years ago in the last 3 years we've had remarkable technological yeah. improvement there is thing called gene editing tool called crispr there are things of that sort people have Sir, done aap to meri recommendation chura rahe hain oh, oh, oh. <laughs> acha sorry but you know they have they have actually targeted genes 
that are responsible for down syndrome so i am absolutely sure in the next 10 years you would be able to cure down syndrome but let me add why this was a difficult case difficult piece to raise is because there are hundreds of thousands of hiv positive mothers who actually transmit hiv to their fetuses now mm. you can actually argue should you abort a fetus just because there's an hiv, HIV okay there are drugs you can actually live uh, you know you you can yeah, be hiv positive what about cancer right. there are cases so i mean this yeah, was a see, difficult I, because i am going by your uh, view that science is progressing so fast everything will be curable my doctor told me after i was diagnosed with diabetes beta tum khana band kar do i'm fond of rasmalai gulab jamun and all <laughs> I, because by the time if you continue like you're continuing by 50 you'll need dialysis every third day god but i've said mera dost anand hai wo 10 saal mein cure kar dega so i haven't stopped <laughs> nahi aapka cure meri wat lagi na aage main kuch par ulti karunga aapka cure ek hi hai shaadi are chao yaar anyway So I'm just counting on that. If I die, how, how, how will that help in this case? I don't know. Indian culture says, "Na, you have a problem." Sorry, problem. But if you want, if you want to now get into the granularity of it, how will it help in this case? Nothing. Because they see. Sorry, Baba. Okay. Are these are are India? Me, to this hatta kota hai. Acha, kya hua? Kaki nu. काका ना वो जरा मुंडिया पसंद करता है जरा गे टाइप का है कोई नहीं शादी कर दो ठीक हो जाएगा रियालिटी सर ठीक नहीं हुआ कोई बात नहीं बच्चा पैदा कर दो ठीक हो जाएगा बेसिकली करते रहो जब तक इट इज माई अन इनफॉर्म्ड ओपिनियन शादी करने से लोग ठीक हो जाते हैं मेरे As for Aap Abhinandan, Kejriwal is not worth it. <laughs> Though if Yogendra Ji would have been able to take over, people most likely would have called me an Aptar today. Hmm. The world over, I think we are bereft of new political ideas. Even the anti-corruption movement by IC and Aap was just old wine in a new bottle. BJP has used it before. MGR used it. TMC used it. List is endless. There is so much talk of Trump, but it is not tragic that. But is it not tragic that all America could throw up was Hillary, Bernie, and other establishment Republicans? In India too, the landscape is not very different. To be honest, there is need for the political system and the way it works to change. The present system helps no one. I need to make a special mention of one of your editors. I know she keeps getting a lot of adulation, so here goes. I think he's talking about you, Madhu. Mm. She's not one of our editors; she's editor in chief. Yeah, tum bhi na, Viraj Bandare. Naam ke. I need to. Huh, I know she keeps getting a lot of adulation. Here goes. Dad used to get news track back in Dubai. to know what is going on in india i think the depth in reporting would put our present journalists to shame and then i guess after a lot of years i saw news laundry oh if you did not know i was talking about madhu trehan the current happened interview the madhu kishor interview and recently the rana ayub interview what stands out for me is the fact that you don't take sides and call a spade a spade telling madhu kishor that her content was not of great journalistic value she didn't take that very well madhu mm-hmm. Te- uh, as well as telling rana that the effort put into the book was great but the editing was below par had me like wow isn't this what journalism should be Basically being rude. No, <laughs> I mean journalism is called the fourth estate But because you should be impartial and the voice of people. That is all. Like what news laundry? I mean, even the satire is like, "Ham to kisi ko bhi nahi chhodde." Male chauvinism aside, but Madhuji, I guess all the people who accepted or did not accept getting interviewed by you would be convinced the devil was a woman after watching you. And the uh, devil was a woman. And he, but he has something to say. Madhu, one sec. He's, <laughs> he's also he's, very proud, brother. He's, he's penning off on. 
and I did make another revelation as well. My adulation of Madhu Trehan just came down by a couple of notches in the last chapter. Madhu, UFOs really? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> really, I believe in UFOs. Sandeep, last time we were discussing, and Madhu made a confession that she believes in UFOs and she's seen one. So suddenly we have said that you know we really respect Madhu as a rational person. But yeah, ये क्या हो गया? तीन में लाइए Madhu ऐसे. ठीक है. There is a, let me just address that for a second. Huh. There is a fear of, and that's why they're underreported, because there's such a fear of of being uh, of responses like this. That you know, are you loony or what? People don't say it. Yeah, so people even after they've seen a UFO, they're frightened of saying it because they know they'll be laughed at. Hmm. Anyway, also uh, Dheeraj has some great ideas, story ideas. You can read the mail on our uh, website www.newslearning.com. Um, and these are great ideas, Dheeraj. We will share them with the whole edit team, and hopefully, we should be able to. Did, did he say somewhere TMC for corruption? He said that was the plank to come up. Really? I don't so, know. You're from Kolkata, was it? Yeah. So. I'm What made curious. her this star? She Singur. sided with. She sided with the Naxals, yeah. <laughs> But was Singur her crowning moment? Nandigram Singur and the Muslim vote. I see. She's known as Mamtaz Banu. Oh, I see. One more quick letter. I won't read the whole thing. This is from Jeevan Singh. Hello, NLT. My name is Jeevan Sandhu from San Jose, California. I'm a software engineer in the Bay Area for the last ten years. Basically, he... I thought you'd keep up your tradition of mispronouncing names, words, and say Jose. San Jose. इतना तो पता है मत. San Jose. Jose तो मैं कर लेता हूँ ये जो French बोल ही कर पाता हूँ. Basically, what he likes is that we have all points of view on our platform. We are not ideologically inclined one way or the other. Um, He has some th- a question for Anand. He says he's Sikh. 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 Okay. Okay. He says, uh, as my name suggests, I was born in a Sikh family and moved to the U.S. in a very young age. After meeting people from all sorts of ethnicity, one day I promised myself to read all four holy books, which consist of Bible, Quran, Bhagavad Gita, and Guru Granth Sahib. Even though I was never religious and still not a religious man, my conclusion after reading all these books was, I'm not being biased. He says in brackets. But Guru Granth Sahib is the most close to science and fact-based scriptures. Guru Nanak, I consider one of the best philosophers of human history. I mention this because uh, which rang- mention everything which Ranga Uncle defends even every time he talks about religion. Nanak went to Mecca in late 15th century and educated Muslims at the time about rationalism and went to Banaras and was shocked to see sadhus pouring water towards the sun and later requested sadhus to pour some in the opposite side as his village. in that side and his paddy needs water as well guru granth sahib due to one of the youngest religion is definitely written by actual people and not by gods as quran is supposed to be written uh, although i think that's also written by people but anyway <laughs> i think people who believe that a god will write a book and say i mean i anyway i without doubt also admit that people in the last few decades messed up such a beautiful theory and ideology but that doesn't take away that sikhism is the closest to science i hope rangankal at this point in his life will try to read some translation of granth sahib Not to convert into Sikhism, but to get an idea about how close to science Sikhism is. Good. Uh, G- I-, I think uh, also oh, because Mark. you know you're saying religion is anti-science. Sandeep, that is this is his constant. Every podcast says that. So Jivan is saying that. But this last line of Jivan's, you know, gets a thought in me that not to convert to Sikhism. I would really like to see you as a Sardar. Burra, burra. No, and then he says, P.S. If possible, I will love to know. Hartosh Bal's views on Sikhism as a religion. Let me tell you, sweetheart, you don't want to know Hartosh Bal's views on Sikhism. Why? Kirpan, kacha, kanga, Kesh. Let's ask him. Okay, we'll ask. No, him. but if I can, uh, thank Kesh you very much. Kesh, the Karaju ka, so I don't know he can be that much. Huh? Thanks very much. And in fact, I I haven't read. 
I've uh, I've heard narrations of Guru Granth Sahib, you know, in generally uh, this thing. Um, but yeah, Guru Nanak was amazing. But let me add, I mean, I have also pondered about this, which religion comes closest to science. And I would say, if you were to remove spirituality from Jainism, it is one religion that comes closest to, to science. Yeah, I mean, it has actually figured it out. Yaar. Nihilism, atheism, and again, I say, devoid of spirituality. There is too little that you get to eat as a Jain. I'm sorry. Precisely what you want, isn't it? No, I'm no, no. I but want. you're a scientist. <laughs> when you lift something heavy, you don't get hernia then? Because you're never wearing any. I'm just asking. <laughs> okay. I shall leave that unanswered for the time being. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to do the freedom but while playing football, which is really inconvenient, everything bouncing all over the place. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> 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 do it. Move on. Okay. Anyway, Jeevan, thank you for that email. A wonderful As thought. Someone, actually, someone said if um, Carl Lewis and uh, Flo Giffey Joyner were to race huh. for 100 meters, Florence Griffith would win. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> okay. But Jeevan, that was a very thought-provoking mail. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, so, uh, Madhu, before you leave, do you have any suggestions for our listeners? Sandeep, please keep your suggestions on standby because one is, of course, the piece Sandeep has already suggested in the beginning. We always leave our listeners with some okay. suggestions that you think they should read which will enrich their lives. Or watch a documentary. Okay, film. so I have one. Um, it's a Huffington Post. It's a, bit of, it's a videotape as well as a, a little text story on Travis... Uh, this Uber CEO, CEO yes, sitting in an Uber car, a black car, yeah. and having an argument with the driver, hmm. the Uber driver, and the driver has recorded him. Yeah. So I think that's a really good one to see. And um, he's taken his, you know, then there's another one in Huffington Post, Indian Americans must realize that their complacency will not save them. So I don't know, this is a... I don't know, uh, what can they do? Uh, he's saying not to be complacent. What do you do to save yourself? Speak in English without an Indian accent? Uh, look white all the time? How do you save yourself? So I don't know, that, but it's worth reading. Then of course the Scientific American, I checked it out this time. There's a good one on will democracy survive big data and artificial intelligence. I think that's a really good piece. What platform is that on? What magazine is that? A Scientific American. Okay. And then I mentioned the homeopathic one. Okay, that's enough. Oh Madhu dear. always gives 20 reading lists. She's like my teacher. Now you have to read 50 books today. This is from The Atlantic. Uh, Donald Trump and Late Night, two completely different strategies, which is comparing uh, Stephen Colbert's version of Donald Trump's uh, speech and um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Okay, uh, do you have any suggestions for our listeners? Something that I watched last night, uh, huh. Kill the Messenger. Oh, oh. that's an amazing yeah. film based on a true story, true story. a journalist, Gary. Amazing. Gary who, Webb. Yeah, Gary Webb. The guy Webb. who blew the, the whistle book, on uh, the Based Contra, on his own book. On Ronald Reagan and the Contra uh, crisis. Okay. And how cocaine was uh, brought from Nicaragua into the United States. Amazing film. It's okay. an amazing yeah. book. And the film is based yeah. on that, and it's yeah. a true story, yeah. and it's a very, okay. very and, sad and how, story. And yeah. how shabbily Gary Webb was treated, treated. for breaking the story, and how big media muzzled him. And how he was destroyed. He, he was a reporter for the San Jose, San Jose <laughs> Mercury, San Jose Mercury, which is a small newspaper in the Bay Area. And all the big newspapers finally muzzled him. Uh, he won the best journalist of the year. 
he died mysteriously at the age of 49. Uh, some people claim that it was suicide, but amazing film. Uh, Je- Jeremy actor? Jeremy Renner plays Gary Webb himself, and he travels to Nicaragua, uh, meets the people involved, tracks everything down, and actually highlights how the entire Bay Area, particularly blacks, uh, were using cocaine which was transported from by the CIA officially mm. during Reagan's regime. And so one more story of how good journalism doesn't yeah. pay. Yeah. Beautiful, no, it does. Our subscribers will make sure that we do good journalism. Thank you for that recommendation. And his son, apparently, uh, Ian Webb, who is uh, shown in this film, huh. he has been fighting all, all these years after his father's death to set the legacy right. So it's a, it's a, you should read about it and, and watch the movie. Right, my suggestion sure. is actually something that Madhu had sent to me a couple of days ago. Um, it's a profile in The Guardian of Robert Mercer, who's mm. funding a uh, extraordinary propaganda campaign. Um, fabulously reported, really well written. Please read. Yeah, and I think that piece is very interesting. In this age, where, who do you believe? What news? Is, is there any news that is not like... Propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Manisha? I will suggest the Panjana's piece uh, on um, this whole Gurmehar core thing. I'll suggest my piece also because Mm. I just think we've raised some valid issues on television journalism. And I think those of you interested in journalism should read that. I'm also reading this really nice book called Essays in Love by Alain de Bouton. Uh, It's a nice book. Pick it up. Okay. Anand? Yeah, no, I've I've already recommended unabashedly. I'm yes. sorry to say my piece, Your but piece. more than that, <laughs> because I, it it <laughs> hopefully <laughs> would trigger. recommendation. But you know, th- there are a few links in there that would actually tell you that there's so much of discrimination in science in the 50s and 60s. It probably still carries on, but the the discoverer of the Down syndrome, the extra chromosome, was a woman. And she was completely, uh, uh, you know, removed from the, the credits. As so always. As well, Rosalind Franklin suffered because, uh, you know, discoverer of DNA. I mean, the crystal structure was actually her, the diffraction pattern. So this has carried on. You and should write uh, about this, yeah. Women's Day is coming, write a piece. Yeah, you should write a piece on that. Yeah, yeah. This has just come. Okay, this, uh, Sandeep is showing me a Twitter that's come expose. It was Barkha Dath who planted, trained and wrote. This is in the Indian voice. Hi, hi. Yeah, Sounds uh, like Sandeep, don't show me these the, the, the postcard type website, postcard.com type. <laughs> anyway, and who knows uh, it may be true. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this postcard type, you know, so and so. Okay, before I give my postcard recommendation, from the AJ, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. Sandeep was just showing me a, a link to a story on a website called My Indian Voice or something, something uh, which says that be, this girl um, must be the Gurmeher was trained by Barkha. is currently unemployed, but I feel she might have a little more on her plate right now than to be scripting and this. And she Literally. did it one year ago. Yeah. So that so nine that months later. So that it could later. come back now. <laughs> well done. No, but the kind of stories that you see going on. Like yeah, and especially in this... In this current uh, Ramjas thing, I've seen a lot of these. Suddenly, it's on my timeline. Actually, also. we're working on a story. So if we've already have got one. Kshitij has written one yeah. uh, on the we have way one story. certain right-wing web, uh, websites have uh, proliferated. proliferated and reported these stories, on like baseless mm-hmm. stories about this particular case. But we are working on a larger piece a larger as well. Story. Uh, this Before I give my recommendations, this letter is from Abhishek Bagga. It's a very long letter. Abhishek, I'm sorry, I can't read the whole thing. Uh, Abhishek is a he's working near London in an, as an IT consultant. I know it's boring, therefore I listen to News Laundry Hafta. We make a life interesting, huh? Good. Well, mine's not. 
so you guys can make mine interesting by just subscribing a little more anyway he says uh, basically he's made this pitch that we should not have put up a paywall that we should let mufat khors consume our content because the more mufat khors we have the more subscribers we'll have but if we put down the paywall we restrict our content very interesting and we should then put up the paywall and we have a lot of people but when is that is what mm-hmm. i want to know because you know we also get the question that okay i'm paying and those of you who subscribed although you were getting nothing special thank you so much sandeep we you know we don't have we, we don't take ads so we said if you want to pay us you pay us it's called network economics huh. the mcdonaldization huh. you play the volume game but still people still gave okay mm-hmm. although they got nothing special mcdonalds mein aapko ek matlab burger to milta burger to milta hai na toy mcdonalds toy to i'm a little overage for that but <laughs> there is no age for good fun so i know he's he's put up a really long case for why we should let hafta be available to everyone anyway this one's going to be available for everyone for we've taken the you know paywall down temporarily i'm also question. generally it's as a, a very interesting yeah. question but you know i'll i'll like to for... say this that uh, <clears throat> there is there is something to say about the natural human tendency to have compassion to have empathy i remember there was a restaurant in ahmedabad Yeah you can have a hearty meal and they won't charge it jo aapko dena hai wo de do and later on they found out that people would actually g- leave more mm-hmm. than was the worth of the you know in yeah. a normal we shot the hyena pay that shot at so, that place you know, it's called seva cafe it's a very interesting question yeah, i it it needs to answer uh, anyway so he has a lot of other suggestions mm-hmm. one of the suggestions is that we should come better prepared on the hafta that right. what the fuck is wrong Thank with you. us sometimes <laughs> we sometimes we give really half baked ideas we talk about cases where we don't give the complete information and they listen to news laundry so that we can sift out because something we are all of different political leanings and views and we encourage debate and discussion so that we don't become group think but while trying to do that he says up you come unprepared or like this so we'll try to do that in future although I but you know i i would like to just take 10 seconds and say that last time i mean and then you you read out a mail from a lawyer uh-huh. a very nice mail saying that you were wrong about the nehru yes. this thing i sent you a mail yes. and you know so what i was saying was that the clause 2 was changed in four ways in 1951 right, right? but so it was i not think what but what she was saying was even prior to that it was an absolute they, those restrictions still existed no clause 2 existed clause 2 right. existed <laughs> so they extended it i yeah, think that's the point she was making public order and you know all those new yeah. things so anyway so thank you for this very long mail and uh, abhishek for your suggestions and your for your criticism i shall make sure everyone reads it and we come better prepared in future yes And finally, before we wind up, and anything else you want to mention, uh, Sandeep? Something no. you feel strongly about that the media should fix. You always feel strongly about everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How would you describe yourself? Center, right, or center, left, soft, center, economic, conservative, social, liberal? Like, how would you consider? At heart, I would think I'm a liberal. Okay. Completely. But I. Like in Zamane ne aapko label kar diya hai. I used to believe that right wing is good for economics. Huh. till i was disappointed with this government okay Because in economics this government is left wing actually it is it has totally. gravitated yeah. completely to left of center not even center okay so i if you look at atal ji's 6 years mm, in three right. different yeah. uh, f- well formations as it were that was completely uh, from a from an economic perspective right wing world over works in india over forget what uh, narsimha rao did he was compelled to do it the rupee ru- ruble trade was collapsing india's foreign exchange reserves were negligible yeah. 
but what atal ji managed to achieve in those 6 years in terms of transformative economic reform unprecedented you say he's been the best pm we've had atal ji no narsimha rao okay. and then you cannot ignore nehru's contribution ever or mrs gandhi for instance here yeah. you swallowed sikkim uh-huh. without so much as a well, there was nothing you detonated a nuclear bomb when you were a fifth world country uh-huh. you created two countries out of pakistan you took 93000 prisoners of war you told the us president to fuck off you did that as well and then finally you gave it all up by uh, declaring emergency but think of a contribution right um also uh, i said we discussed in the beginning we were working on a piece on that hopefully we should get it together you know the indian who was shot dead in kansas uh we spoke to a few people in kansas indians you know one of them is a surgeon and i was shocked to hear and these are people who've been there uh since they were 17 18 they studied there they've got green card citizenship they were not willing to come on record to be part of the story because they're so scared that they said pata nahi agli bar india aayenge they won't let us back in that is a level of fear can you imagine we talk about america land of the free and home of the brave or whatever these are people they do not want to make a statement we talking about india people are scared to speak their mind because he says i went for the funeral Kansas apparently has a really large Desi population. In fact, there's a website called KC Desi, Kansas City Desi, and he said it was a really huge crowd that came. But uh, not many people will come on record to tell you, you know, what they think or how strong they feel because they're very scared of they'll be deported. That's that's the kind of level of fear there. Well, I mean, immigrants generally, even if they they're legal immigrants, they generally live in you know they they are much more. Uh, scared of uh, the thing so i don't know i don't think so no, i think Not minorities i think that's a very good point rahul pandita made in the kashmir podcast that you know we keep thinking that kashmir was this happy place where everyone held hands and sang along he says you know he was a child before the kashmir problem started as a minority hmm. you know you kept shut your windows were broken when it, it was india's independence day you learned to shut up and deal with the shit and he says that's true for any minority anywhere in the world yeah but you know the, the one point that uh, maybe it's worth mentioning is that in 2012 in fact in the first four years of or the first term of obama presidency there were 1.1 million serious serious as a crimes uh, uh, you know uh, hate related crimes right. serious assaults 1.1 million over 8 years in 4 years second term the first term first, first term of obama yeah but look at his record over 8 years as far mm. as uh, hatred against blacks is concerned yeah. Yeah. but i think it's, it's the, the most same... abysmal record in modern us history the maximum number of crimes against blacks Happened. when you had a black american president here. what did he do to what did he do about it no but i think this is the same argument as what we'd had over dadri the fact that crimes have always existed but when you have an establishment that sort of says it's okay says, gives or that whole all sides matter sentiment that it's okay then there's anyway another okay. day another time first of all uh, my recommendations are one is from npr i had tweeted this to you yes i Anand, know it wow. is a fascinating case of how this guy uh, figured out how this where this virus is coming from it is coming from pigs in malaysia and no one could figure out you know where this virus is originating and it's a fantastic story of science you know a young guy fighting against the system religion because no muslims are getting the disease he said pork se aata hoga you know how he basically came to conclusion it out yeah it's a it's a very fascinating story and the second thing that i want to recommend is uh, this is crispr what you mentioned mm-hmm. this is on radio lab of how you can actually genetically modify chromosomes 
and china has actually done it not with uh, uh, embryos that were actually supposed to give birth uh, they were dead in any case but as an experiment they successfully did it so you can have designer babies and sandeep you tell me thailand yeah, is actually doing it under gray market yeah yeah Lo- lots of indians fly to so you can have a designer baby yeah. strong chahiye ye chahiye Pay, if i can if i can be shameless enough to ask you to be shameless enough to plug my piece on crispr yes please watch please also read anand's piece on crispr it's called gene therapy it's called gene therapy okay so and it was the first piece in india huh written on crispr see and my prediction is that this year's nobel prize in physiology and medicine will go for the discovery of crispr So if you don't know CRISPRs read this piece and read Anand's piece also and we may not break news that you know who was trolled where and who has abused who but stuff that is of consequence will be broken here like heads <laughs> just joking that won't happen but but thanks so much Sandeep for joining not us pleasure i hope you come again yeah. we have special gifts for you we'll give you one of our naxalbari comics oh and it's it's a story of naxalbari wrong man to give it to no 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 it's very funny it tells you the whole story and we'll also give you a choice of mug secular bhakt or i pay to keep news free You have three choices, and uh, uh, secular, bugged, and what are the third? I pay one? to keep news free, something like this, and or you can gift it to someone. I mean, up to you. No, secular so, and bugged, I don't need. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for joining us. Pleasure yeah, having you here. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you. And those yeah. of you who wrote in, especially all you scientists who want to be part of the science desk, we are thrilled and excited with this development. You watch, we'll have some awesome content coming out of here. The rest of you enjoy this free hafta. The paywall will go up as soon as we fixed up our iOS uh, podcast player. But do subscribe, spread the word because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served. See you again next hafta. Goodbye and good luck. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.